Welcome back to another episode of LA Confidential. My name is Chauncey Talese, and I heard about the Super Bowl champion LA Rams in 2026 for LA Network.com. is a fantastic website. Well, I can subscribe. Dude, you moved it to 20. What happened to 2024? I'm hedging. Oh, okay, okay. I'm hedging. Said. I was like, damn, you lost two years of faith right there. Well, I'm sort of hoping that, like, that because they announced the 2026 Super Bowl is going to be in uh, Santa Clara, that they went on the Niner Shield, too. That would be dope. It would be the funniest outcome ever. Like, I really would. <laughs> like, I would, it would be better than when they won on their own field. Who, uh, who hosts the Super Bowl this year? It's going to be in Vegas. I'm putting 100 bucks on the Raiders. Mm, I it's wouldn't. happened in the last, like, three years, maybe. I wouldn't. Jimmy G's out until the season starts, and then, uh, their new minority owner might come down from the office and take over. That's for what him. I was going to say. Thomas Brady's there. But anyway, it's a great website. You should check it out. Like and subscribe. Mm-hmm. We have a bunch of coverage of, of OTAs going on Ooh, for the Rams and Chargers. Uh, and we got a lot of college stuff going on. USC's embroiled in a scandal. So I'm sure we're going to be covering that. Yes, they are. But you can read it, read and listen to all of our wonderful LAFD content uh, because of our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline is your number one source for all basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and latest matchup reports for this year's NBA Finals. BetOnline is your sports headquarters this season as we have you covered for all your sports insider wagering needs. From basketball, to baseball, to hockey, to golf, to UFC, and to boxing. Yep, they're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your home. That's right, right from your very own home. From your home? Yep. And you know what? If you want to get in on this, head uh, head to the website or use your mobile device to join and be sure to use our promo code BLEAV. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive 50% off your bonus, uh, uh, 50% off bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. Now to the show. I am joined, as always, by our fantasy enthusiast. Our corporate cane. And the person I'm uh, memorializing on this holiday weekend, it's Thaddeus Klein. What's up, man? How are you doing? Not bad. Nice to have you in person for the first time in, what, two weeks? <sighs> Has it been? No. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it was a Thursday and then a Friday. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to feel like a stranger. I know we're, we're back in the uh, in the uh, dining room studio this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to hang the flag so well. I mean, right. go, I'll wear no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's already. But anyway, how was your week? Can't complain. Got a lot of work done. Doing my sample job. I know. And I uh, got the four-day weekend, baby. Yes, we do. Well, I had like a three-and-a-half day. Yeah, mine was a four because it was my Friday off, and then I also get Monday. Yay! Oh, that's a nice case of mustard right there. I know. It must be nice. It is very nice. <laughs> and what's also nice is we actually have real football news. We do. We're on the NFL. Yeah, we do. Uh, where do you want to start? Uh, I mean, we already started with the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, that was they confirmed it. It's going to be in Santa Clara. Okay, so that's going to be in two years. Mm-hmm. Vegas, Vegas is 2025. In 2026, it's the uh, – or excuse me, the, the 2024, it's going to be in Vegas. Then it's New Orleans. No. Yeah, New Orleans, and then it's San Francisco. Well, it's Santa Clara. Me, you want me to verify that? Nope, I already know. Um, let's see. The league also had a, announced a couple of bylaws, a new bylaws for the season. Okay. We get an, they get an emergency QB that doesn't count against your roster spot, so that everyone is going to have free QBs dress. Okay. Well, you know why? Because um, I, I'm assuming it's mostly because the Niners whined about like not having a quarterback after Brock Purdy, and then once oh, his face went down. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 
You know, it's like, well, we couldn't have a third quarterback, so we were having Christian McCaffrey throw. It's like, okay, tough shit. Injuries happen. I see, an, I see both sides. There's always an, I know, I know. Like, I get it. It's practical, but I like. I find it really funny. It's probably why it happened. Because <laughs> they whined. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I mean, there's always an excuse to be pieces of shit. Well, if Jamie Tart didn't drop that pick, like there's eight minutes left in the game. But if he had had gotten, you wouldn't have went. Well, he didn't. He he dropped that. It wouldn't be intercepted. So he dropped. What did Jimmy? What did Jimmy Garoppolo just not want to work those last eight minutes? I'm sorry. They just have it. Um, and then the other one that um, Travis Kelsey got very upset about was the new kickoff rule, which is I believe if you fair catch it, it automatically just goes to the 25. Isn't that what it was already? That's what I thought, but I don't, I care pull it up because I'm trying to remember what why what was new about it. Okay. No, I think touchbacks are the automatically to the twenty five, but like if you fair caught it, like even if it's not in the end zone, like I think that's what the issue is. I don't know. One second. Yeah, yeah. But Travis Kelsey was um, very upset about that. I was like, well, that's like the most exciting, potentially the most exciting play in football. Like it's bullshit. And he also is complimenting Aaron Donald as the best interior defensive lineman in the NFL. So thank you very much, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Just saying. He's like, ah, Chris Jones is cool and all. But like, he's good, but like Aaron Donald, man. He's a solid guy. But as we mentioned, oh, well, you're looking that up. And as we mentioned, like in the ad read, that Jimmy Garoppolo is having foot surgery. So he'll. they said he'll be ready for the start of the season, but who knows? Who knows? But it is really funny that, like, the ghost of Tom Brady's just haunting him again because now Brady's a minority owner and he could easily just like, well, you know, you guys don't have a back of court, but what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, I want to win, man. I didn't invest in this team to lose. I already know Josh's offense. What if he's the number, uh, he's like the backup quarterback for the team? That'd be really funny. But, like, if it's midseason, like, it's around Thanksgiving, it's like, oh, I'm coming down. That's it. Let's see. Have you found it? Okay. And then in Charger news, when we very rarely have Charger news. Rarely? What? Rarely? Rarely. I mean, when, how often do we talk about the Chargers willingly? Never. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Eckler got basically a million dollar raise. Remember how he was upset? Oh, yeah. Basically, yes. it's like it's bonus lace, but it's like you're giving him a million dollar bonus to, to, to just kind of play for a year. Mm-hmm. He's happy because I guess I didn't think about this honestly. Oh, and it says Detroit Lions proposed to allow for an emergency third quarterback to be active. Mm, okay, well, go Lions. What the fuck? Mm, I don't know. I, I'm surprised. I would have figured it'd be the Niners. Like, but we we didn't have a quarterback, and that's the only reason the Eagles won. Because yeah. that totally makes it makes it uh, okay for a defense to not stop the run ever. It looks like touchbacks on punts are to 25 now. Oh, okay. Well, that's lame. Why? Okay. Oh, just have a return. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they should make touchbacks like the five yard line. Yeah, five. Ten yard line. Fifteen. The ten yard line. Yeah, all right. All right. You want a fucking fair catch? Work for the rest of those yards. Yeah, I guess so. Um,. No, but yeah, so I didn't think about this with, like, with Austin Eckler, that because Kellen Moore is a new offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. he isn't really about like, well, I only have one running back to work with. Like, he'll make a Tony Pollard happen. So I'm sure he was a little threatened. Right. 
Because if like the backup running backs do really well, and it's like, well, I guess they don't need me anymore. They don't have to pay me. Exactly. So I think the compromise is like, well, all right, man. Like, you know, we'll give you a million dollar raise, and then you're a free agent, and we'll see what happens. It's just one of those like, how is the team going to then feel like they're super confident in the man that they drafted? What the fuck is that? I don't know. You tell me. It's spooky. I know. Well, he's happy, so like fantasy owners can rest a little easy. He's not going to be holding out. Mm-hmm. But I also imagine his like usage is going to go down a lot because again, Kellen Moore likes to be diverse with his like running back choice, running back rotation. Right. Um. So I don't know. Let's yeah, go. but Kellen Moore also put Zeke in like you know slot receiver a lot. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like he wasn't like, well, I'm just going to run Zeke into the ground. Right. Like right. I'm going to use a lot of Pollard if I can. Mm-hmm. And even like the third guy, I think got some work done. I'd believe it. I can't like he, call his name right now. He's I know he's about he's he likes to use multiple backs. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Eckler being retained, I mean Dalvin Cook is now like the big looming running back issue because <clears throat> he's going to be cut. You think so? If they could have traded have traded uh, him, they would have. Mm-hmm. I'm just very curious. I mean, because I mean, actually not curious because I like, get it. Running backs are kind of devalued. And especially him, like we always make the joke, like, well, how how many games are you gonna get out of Dalvin Cook? Right. Like, I, that's Which why actually I, is way better, if I recall. I know it's one of those like, once you just get like the injury thing on you, whether it's fair or not, it just sticks to you like gum, you know? Yeah, but that also happened. Uh, what's his name? Derrick Henry? No. Mm, no. Well, no, because Derrick Henry is one of those that broke out kind of late. Because, like, I remember the first year I worked for LAFB, uh, we were covering every team, and I volunteered into the Titans because I'm like, oh, they could be fun. And then, like, it was the year before Derrick Henry got broke out, like, when they stole oh, DeMarco right. De- DeMarco Murray. Right, right. And they're, like, the most boring offense in the world. <laughs> like, uh, but, yeah, like, he broke out kind of late. Yeah, Dalvin Cook's first year was the only year where he didn't get double-digit games. Huh. Okay. The next year it was 10, then 14, 14, 13, 14, or 17, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. But still, like, there's that linger, always that lingering concern. And he is 27. Mmm, my dad, I didn't, I didn't realize. It makes sense. I just didn't think of it. It's one of those things you're like, oh, yeah, I guess he has been around a while, huh? No, not a while. It was just, I think he was another one of those, like, he just finished yeah. school. No, no, but you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, I guess a Devlin pick is, would be 27. Oh, what do you think Derek Henry is? Oh, God, like 29? 28. Damn it. Okay. Um, and then the Cardinals cut DeAndre Hopkins today because they couldn't find a trade partner. I saw that. I told you. I'm like, well, they can't trade that contract. Nobody wants to give up any significant draft capital. So the Cardinals are kind of like, I guess we'll just eat the dead one. Bro, do you know how happy that made me because I had him in uh, my dynasty league and I traded him? Well, yeah. I mean, the, I mean it, the Cardinals were a tough beat for them, but like, you know, you also don't want to, you're not going to have him like stay around until you're good. Cause then, like, he's already like in the, the, the period of his career where he's going to decline. Right. So, like, why hang on to him at that price? Just eat. if another team picks him up, then what? Depends on who the team is. But uh, I already can tell, I, like, the two teams I'm guessing he'll like take meetings with and like we'll, we'll see what the bidding war is Baltimore and KC. See, I feel like Philly might be in there too. No. No, I mean, maybe, but, like, I honestly think those would be the two teams. And he, well, hmm. I haven't heard from Philly. Or even, like, the Cowboys. He already said he won't play for Dak. Really? 
there's a video where like they ask him like, "Oh, would you play with play with with Dak?" And he like, really? Yeah, he had yeah he has like a list of teams he would play for, and like I don't think Dallas is on him. Now, if Dallas like makes him makes him a case that moves him to a bigger house, which I don't think they'll do. Because as we've made fun of Jerry before, like they just for whatever reason don't feel like get bringing in big free agents mm-hmm. all that often. Like this year was a weird anomaly because like oh they traded for Stephon Gilmore, oh they did this, that's strange. But they mostly like to just draft and develop, and then maybe pay them if they're like if they're were if they're Demarcus Lawrence. That was probably that is the last time it happened, huh? Yeah, I mean Diggs is coming up, but like. Other than that, oh, I mean, well, they paid Pollard actually. Now that I'm not, I don't think he, wait, did they? Wait, did they? Who? Wait, yeah, they kept Pollard, right? I'm trying to. I'm blanking. I could have sworn like he. I know he got a big deal. I'm like, did he leave Dallas or did they like? Uh, did they actually swoop in and uh, keep him? I feel like they did. Let's see. I think what happened. Uh huh. Well, she got some money. From the Cowboys, right? I think. God. The offseason feels like a year ago. <laughs> or free agency feels like a year ago. Contract, man? Yeah. He signed a one-year term now. Oh, he, that's right. He was one of the ones, because everyone's taking one-year deals this year, because right, the cap, right. I think, shoots up after this year. To earn it. Yeah. turned 26. Okay. Well, all right. But anyway, um, what was I saying? Uh, who were we talking about? No, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly be- I think it's going to be either Casey or Baltimore. And I think Casey, because uh, he also is like, I want a stable situation. He's like, I've already had four GMs come th- through my career. Dude, same. <sighs> but the Chiefs, hey, if, if any franchise is stable, it's the Chiefs. I mean, the Ravens are too, and so is Philly. But I honestly don't think Philly needs him. Do you think the Chiefs need that needed the most? See, and that's where I feel like because of Mahomes, like he can really make any player. Whereas at in Philly, like just have some help. Jalen Hurts, that one. Sorry, I'm looking at other news now. Uh, DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins, top five quarterbacks he wants to play with: Josh Allen, sure, Jalen Hurts, sure, Patrick Mahomes, uh-huh. Justin Herbert. Oh. And who the fuck is this guy? Uh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, duh. <laughs> yeah, those will check out. <laughs> right. <laughs> no kidding, DeAndre Hopkins. I would like but to play for them too. I called the Jalen Hurts thing. If it were you, or if you were DeAndre Hopkins, and all the offers were even. Oh, it's Casey all day. Mm-hmm. It is Casey all day. For one thing, you're not competing with anybody for stuff. Oh, dude, no, not not that. That wouldn't even cross my mind. It'd be the literal fact that the team you are about to be on is already a Super Bowl contender, has won the Super Bowl multiple times. Right? In a stable organization, you don't have to worry about like, well, we fired our GM today. I'm sorry. Like, how many like old players did they take on? Like, got rings. Yeah, yeah. You know? Honey Badger, Honey Badger, uh, Lashawn McCoy. Hmm. He got the back to back from my or from. I mean, it's uh, not old, but like um, uh, Steelers, TikTok. Oh, uh, Juju. 
Thank you, Juju. Mm. He took a one year. Scantling, they re-signed and paid. Oh, yeah. What happened to Juju? I feel like somebody picked him up. Or did, did he just go back to KC? Uh, Patriots. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, well, um, you know. There he goes. Was he another one-year deal? Or do they give him multiple years? Because I know the whole bit with KC was like it's a prove-it deal, and he, you know, I guess more or less proved it. He legally proved it. Was it another one year? Or Oh, they gave him four years. No, this was uh, from 2021. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> Maybe Patriots contract? I'm looking at that. Oh, my God. That's good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I feel like Barney Gumble. It begins. Let's see. I think it is a 25 mil three year. Okay. That makes sense. Okay, so that's a sensible deal for the Pats, too. But yeah, DeAndre Hopkins and Mahomes. I mean, if you thought he was good with Kyler Murray, you best believe he'd be great with Mahomes. Um, it's really funny that if they do get him, like the Chiefs are already like turning into an NFL villain because mm-hmm. they win all the time. But everyone's like, "Oh, it's a fucking cheat code." I'm like, "Is it though?" Like, he's going to be a cheat code just by being good at a sport. Well, <clears throat> like, oh, they get all the stars. I'm like, let's be let's be fair. The Chiefs don't get stars. Like the stars they have, homegrown. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna call Marquez Val- uh, Valdez Scantling a star, get the fuck out of here. Especially because he came from Green Bay. It was nothing over there either. He's fine. Like, he was a fine receiver in Green Bay. And a fine. He did nothing, man. Well, I mean, but you know what I mean. Like, yes. he's like a name, but it's like, a warm body. he's a name, and we've all done him in fantasy. We've all, like, picked him up on the waiver wire. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, he's not like, he's not, he's not a star. Right. He's a name, but he's not a star. Right. And so, what? And then the running back's like, they didn't not like they brought it in the big any big stars. Like if you want to call LaShawn McCoy a star, like I'll transport you to the year twenty thirteen. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're you can say a lot of things with the Chiefs, but um as far as like, oh, all they do is acquire talent, that's bullshit. They pretty much drafted all their dudes. Yeah, and they got another running back, Isaiah Pacheco coming through. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only stars they really signed are on the offensive line. <laughs> well, fuck they have to there. But yeah, but that's what I mean. Like that's where like, that's where the star power is going, and I don't think uh, Tooney and um, Orlando Brown sell tickets <laughs> or sell jerseys. <laughs> no one's going. Wow, I can't believe we get to see Orlando Brown. <laughs> you know that is one thing they never get like a a name brand like defensive player. Mm, I mean, they had Honey Badger, but like even then, it was like I mean, he's a name. I'm just saying, don't yell at me. I'm just saying he's a name. That is so weird that the chair. What? It's so weird that the chair's not here. I know. I mean, the other, the only other name I could think of on the defense they like brought in was Frank Clark, and like that was like, you know, right. But I mean, it's not like they brought in Ray Lewis. You know what I mean? Like they don't get nuts with like with the, with the free agency because they can't. Which is is it because they have to pay Mahomes so much and Kelsey? Uh, and that's why they traded Tyreek. Who, by the way, they drafted. So that wasn't like a oh, they they're really uh, goose in the league by uh, goose in the game by bringing in a star like they drafted his ass, mm-hmm. and then they traded him <laughs> for what? I think a first and something else. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean I didn't want you to look it up. You don't have to. 
I want to look at one. But yeah, like DeAndre Hopkins and the Chiefs would be fun. Like, I don't hate the Chiefs, so like I'd be totally fine with it. Let's see. Oh, and then um our five draft picks or something. Wow, really? Let's see. Well, like, but, but how many First draft round, picks? Second round. Uh huh. Fourth. Okay. Fourth, sixth. That's not bad. And then they've already well, they've already fulfilled all the all the picks, right? At this point, because it was for this for last year and this year. Yeah. Okay. And assuming Miami doesn't uh, shit the bed next year and uh, screw up, they'll actually have a first round pick. Yeah. They would have had one, but they got to take it away because their owner's a dipshit. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Dolphins. Anyway, no, yeah, the Chiefs. The other half was the Chiefs. I wouldn't complain. But the Baltimore wouldn't complain. Mm-hmm. I mean, that I would say is a little bit more egregious because, like, they have Odell Beckham and a bunch of other dudes. How much would you pay them? I mean, here's the fun thing: like, DeAndre Hopkins is like need a ton of money because like the, the Cardinals are picking up like all the guarantees that they still owed him. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much that is, but I know it's enough to where it's not like you know the Chiefs or the Ravens have to cough up like Tyree Kill money. Mm-hmm. So, because like the Cardinals are basically subsidizing him to play elsewhere for a year. So you could be like, well, this year I'll, I'll my cap hit will be like two million, and then you know my extension give me a little more. You want if you know, and I think that's where the the decision would come in. But like, if he wants a ring, like both of those places are solid, and I would probably rather go to the Chiefs right now. Well, yeah, especially because didn't a few players from the Eagles not resign? The Eagles, it's one of those Eagles lost a lot of people, but then they just drafted like the entire Georgia defense. So like, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Learning curve aside, I don't think they'll be hurt that much. How many Georgia players did they get? I don't know. I feel like in the last two years, they, like their front seven is mostly Georgia guys at this point. It felt like they got a lot. Like it felt like an inordinate amount of like, Georgia players well, from the past right like now. two, two, three years. Let's see. I'm looking at it this past year. I wish I'd tell you what school. Oh, I know it doesn't. It doesn't. Just type in Georgia Bulldogs, Philadelphia Eagles, or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> like it's like the, everyone was making the joke during the draft that they basically become a Georgia pi- uh, the pipeline, or Georgia's become an Eagles pipeline. Let's see. Wow, DeAndre Swift. Oh yeah, I forgot they got DeAndre Swift. Their linebacker, Nicobe Dean, mm-hmm. defensive lineman, Jordan Davis. Mm-hmm. Jalen Carter was the big one. Jalen Carter, right? Cornerback, Keely Ringo. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they got, damn, they got Ringo. Nolan Smith. Mm-hmm. That's all it did. That's pretty, that's a lot. <clears throat> I mean, you know, they, and they did lose a lot of people on defense, but like, I honestly think they just reloaded, like, they just got younger. Mm hmm. So, like, fine. But, no, yeah, Hopkins, he could go to the Eagles. That would be fun. I mean, not for, not for us because they'd be in the NFC. Mm-hmm. But, like, man, him on the Chiefs would be fun, too. Put him on the Lions would be kind of cool. He didn't, he didn't say he wanted to play with Jared Goff. And I don't think he would call the situation stable yet. They, have to, they haven't earned stability. <laughs> That'd be really fun getting uh, just rooting for John or Hopkins. <laughs> I mean, hey, you get the jersey, I'm sure. I might. No, I don't know if I could. Really? I don't know, dude. Why? 
Just because it's DeAndre Hopkins and he went from the Texans to the so? Cardinals. If they get him on like a three year deal, like, you know, you kind of have him. Just... True, but does that mean I got to get a golf jersey too? You could. Exactly. I won't. I mean, that is all, that's a little bit more defensible because, like, you don't know he'll be there next year. That's why I'm okay with the Hawkinson because at least he started out in Detroit. Yeah. Son of a bitch. No, he, no, he didn't ask for a trade. As far as I know, he didn't ask. He just like, hey, man, we got to cut costs somewhere. Maybe the other tight end they got from Iowa is like Idaho, wherever the fuck he's from. Iowa? It is Iowa? I don't know. Oh, Actually, it might be Idaho. The place that produces the tight ends. Iowa. Okay, cool. I was right. You were wrong. I said Iowa. I know. I was right. You were wrong. Okay. Um, was there any other NFL we wanted to talk about? I don't no. think so. Okay. All right. Well, I guess uh, we're going to start. Baseball or basketball? Let's go with your basketball. All right, well, it was a hell of a ride, Lakers, but uh, Denver was just better. Like, I, I don't know. It's one of the, I, you know, you can break it down and go, you know, super into it, but it's like at the end of the day, like, Jokic is just a monster, and they couldn't, they were close in basically all the games, but, you know, they just couldn't get it done. If it makes you feel any better, you actually got me to watch basketball. I mean, hey, like, I thought, okay, game three, they'll get it. And then they were kind of in it. But then, like, the Nuggets just kind of pulled away at the end, man. Like, I don't know. What are you going to (laughs) do? They're good. Do we know who's in the finals now? Well, the Nuggets, obviously. But that brings me to this. Now, I'm not usually a a petty person. What? I'm I'm not. I tend to, you know, I try to be as rational as I can. I agree. However, however... This week, and again, this is my fault for being too online. This is sort of my fault, because I read all this stuff. However, everyone was, like, dancing and pissing on the Lakers' grave when they lost. Okay. Which, fine, I get it. Like, There's a certain section of our fans that are obnoxious and stupid, and I hate them, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they suck. <laughs> However, I don't. one of my pet peeves in life are double standards. Sure. You know, and right now I'm watching the Miami Heat piss a 3-0 lead to the Celtics. Now, obviously, fuck Boston. Right. However, um, do you know... <laughs> I love how conflicted that was. No, 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 wait. Do you know the record of teams leading uh, uh, with a 3-0 series? Like, all time. It has to be in the 90s. 90%? Higher. 95? No, 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 like... Well, if I were to say um, teams that are up three nothing in the series are what's their record? What's the all time record? Like ninety nine to one. I don't fucking know. One hundred fifty after the Lakers got swept by the Nuggets to nothing. So it's never happened in the history of recorded time for basketball. Okay. You know where I'm going with this? Yeah, it sounds like that one uh, baseball thing. Well, it's basically saying I'm saying that the Miami Heat are are on the precipice of making history. Like tomorrow, they have to fucking close it out. And if they do become the first team in the history of time to lose <laughs> NBA a NBA time, well, NBA time, well, to lose a three nothing series in the, uh, uh, I don't want to hear we were an eighth seed. Um, you know, we were only supposed to make it that far. Fuck you. Were they? Yeah, they were an eighth seed. We we made the play in. We were we were supposed to win that series. Blow me. When you guys are up three, where the Heat people were up three nothing, all I had to hear was Heat culture, Jimmy is him, Jimmy Butler, all that bullshit. 
And meanwhile, it's like, well, the Lakers are seventh seed. Like they started out two and ten. I'm like, I'm like, I'm really proud that they were able to like get it together and like make a run. Right. I'm like, sure, it blows. I got swept. I'm not gonna say that, and I'm not gonna say that was cool. But like, they did turn it around. Everyone was like, they're making him out to be a laughing stock. Oh my god, I can't believe the like because the Lakers are so bad that the Pelicans get the one Benyama pick. <laughs> that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the Lakers made the West Finals, even though everyone had them dead to, uh, dead in a ditch by uh, by Thanksgiving. But no, they made it to the West Finals. And with the Heat, it's, well, even if we lose a series, it's still great. No, fuck you. When the Lakers lost, it was just like, oh, well, you guys are fucking losers. Like, LeBron's a fraud. Like, he's not he's not the greatest player. Like, see, this is why he's LeBum. Anthony Davis, <laughs> Anthony Davis is trash. You should trade him for Joel Embiid. And like, okay, Bam Adebayo fucking disappeared three games in a row. Mm-hmm. Three games in a row. I don't want to hear this shit that Bam Adebayo is better than Anthony Davis. I know Anthony Davis gets hurt a lot, but like, hey, Bam offensively sucks in big moments. I'm sorry. He's a good defensive player, except he was in the last two games. I don't even think he was on the team the last two games. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to hear that shit. Like, seriously, <laughs> I am so annoyed. I love the heat right now. But I love the heat you are just giving me. Well, I just I'm like look, I'm 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 partially sure I'm bitter that the Lakers lost, but I'm also like, hey, Miami doesn't get to be like, well, we're just a, it was a great story. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. No, what happens if Miami wins? Then great, they're I'm happy for them because mm-hmm. fuck Boston. But then if Boston wins, then I'll be pissed. Even though Miami just. Like made history. Yeah, I'll be and I'll be double mad because it's like cool, Miami. You had a three nothing lead. You and the first game you lost was a game four at home, mm-hmm. and then you got murdered in game five in Boston. So tomorrow is your last chance to win the game because if it goes to seven in Boston, they're losing. Where are they playing tomorrow? In Miami. Okay, it's game six, so it's you know two two one one one. Two two one one one. Yeah, like two. The first two are in Boston. The second two are in Miami. Then it's Boston, Miami, Boston. That's annoying. And, you know, I thought it was like two, 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 one. No, 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 no. I mean, the finals it used to be two, three, two. That was annoying. Why? Well, just because it's like okay, so you get three games in a row at like at home if you're the visiting team. Like that's kind of it. Kind of defeats the whole purpose of home home court advantage. Because like, the- like if you lose game two, then it's like okay, now you, like you can't. You have like no leeway. Mm-hmm. And they only did that because, like, back in the day, they were, like, on crappy planes. So it was, like, easier to just get all your road games in, in like, in one shot. But now it's, like, that doesn't matter because you get, like, really, you get, like, you know, awesome jets now. <laughs> so it's travels on a problem. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like, honestly, like, I'm, like, all the Heat people were just, like, no one, no one believed in us, man. We did it. Like, thumping their chest. And now it's, like, you oh, know, we were a really nice story. No, if I don't get to lean on that shit, you don't get to either. I don't. It's like, well, what? The, I thought the Lakers were the best team. Like the only people that get to make fun of us are the Nuggets people, because I understand that they have a legitimate gripe that like they're the number one seed and like all ESPN wanted to do is talk about the Lakers after the, <laughs> the series is over because they drive traffic and Denver doesn't. Sorry, it's like, a big market. Well, no, yeah, I mean, and plus, like the Nuggets have like historically not not been like a great franchise, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think their game three win was like the biggest win in franchise history. Like. Biggest in like, yeah, like the most significant uh, win in franchise history. Not points wise. Okay. Like when you're looking at a historical like, like, importance. Yes. Got it. Like yeah, they like they were way back when they were an eight seed and they beat the one seed Sonics, mm-hmm. but then that didn't go anywhere. 
and then they won game two in the um 2000 i think it was a 2010 se- 2000 no 2009 season when they beat the lakers in game two mm-hmm. but then they lost the series in six but this was like the significant because it's like okay they took the series by the balls mm-hmm. and then they finished it in respect to them i have no beef with the nuggets I do think their coach is being a little whiny. Like, you've already won this series. Like, stop complaining that no one's talking about you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's getting a little tacky. Like, the whole series, like, no one's talking about us. Like, okay, dude. Like, you, all right. And then, but once you win the West Finals, you don't get to do that anymore. Right. Because then it's no more. <laughs> also, just like, cool, use it. Like, that's it. Use it for billboard material. We need that shit. Yeah. But. Like, uh, talk about a stone. Yeah, exactly. Jokic should have won the league MVP for the third year in a row. Joel Joel Embiid's really the biggest loser of like the Nuggets playoff run because you know uh, Joel um, did not um, acquit himself well in the playoffs at all. So you said. I mean, especially that game seven in Boston, like that could have been like your hey, like uh, Embiid did it, man. And now they're shopping him to the Knicks. Like they're the Knicks are kicking the tires on him, and he's going to be the league MVP. Is it kicking the tires on him? Kind of just like, hey, Embiid might make, might get his way out of Philly. And again, this is a guy who's going to be awarded the MVP in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little petty. I'm holding back all my, all my mean heat, uh, my mean heat thoughts online uh, until they actually lose Game Six. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, because I have some Heat friends online. But uh, if they do you choke, have it, some Heat friends. I do, online. I do, because some of them are weirdly Rams fans. Mm-hmm. Like, the weird there's some Celtics Rams fans. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? That's yeah. They think, don't go for the Patriots. I might. I don't know. Maybe they live somewhere where like they don't have like a team. Like if you live in a state where like there's no pro team, you kind of like you know you're allowed to pick to glom on whoever. I guess. But I'm like, that's tacky as shit. Or it's like I even hate it when like Niners fans are like also Lakers fans or Dodger fans. That is super weird. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. I'm like, we're for the Giants, you fucking, right, you fucking right. traitors. Because you can't do beat LA if you're, you're you know. <laughs> that's, so, that's so fucking tacky and wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. Like, you so can't funny. do beat LA if you also root for the Dodgers and Lakers, but you like the Niners. Mm-hmm. Cough, cough, ribbon, cough, cough. Um, <laughs> if you were still alive at this. <laughs> um, Who would know? What? Who would know? I don't know. Nobody, I guess. Um, but anyway... Last thing I just want to say is I was also like, oh, LeBron might retire. Oh, LeBron is the uh, the guys in Vegas have LeBron going to the Warriors next year. Not happening. Like I can guarantee. Don't they have like their own contract things happening. They do. <laughs> and LeBron, I'm going to spoil this right now. LeBron's on. A, I'm going to play for the minimum for you guys just to win a ring, kind of guy. Mm. If he's going to be on your team, you're going to be paying him. I know because the Lakers are doing so. He's an expiring contract for them next year. And, like, if he wanted to, he could force his way out. But I don't think so because Bronny's going to USC. Mm-hmm. And he, I know he's going to want to be around for that. And, you know, the Galen Center and uh, Staples, I'm not calling it crypto, um, are, like, that's the, where the USC plays. Oh, they're not that far. They're across the freeway, essentially. Mm-hmm. So it's easier for him, it's easy for him to, to do both. Uh, so I don't think he's going to go to Golden State or the Knicks or wherever. I think he's going to stay in LA for at least one more year. Do you think they practice at Staples? Um, no, they probably have their own practice facility at USC. Then they have the their little arena like on the free, like off the off the freeway, off the one ten. Okay. Um. So yeah, LeBron's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
And then, you know, they're like, oh, well, this is LeBron. Instead of ta- I was talking about him being swept, he's ta- you know, we're talking about maybe he retires. He's also not going to retire. He's not going to go out like that. Mm-hmm. And plus, I think he's owed $21.3 million from the Lakers next year. Ooh. Well, you know, he's going to get foot surgery because he was playing on a torn tendon mm-hmm. in his foot, which, I mean, aside from being 38, would explain why he had a hard time dunking. The lift is kind of gone. And why he was um, just basically settling for bad threes. I didn't watch that much. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. But that's kind of like every time LeBron is shoot three, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> What's his uh, three percentage? I don't know. But it was pretty – I mean, I don't know all time. Honestly, like the percent – I can't do percentages. Like, I can't keep track of that. No, I meant just for, like, playoffs. I don't know. I'm sure it's fine. But my real larger point is, like, LeBron's not going anywhere. Wow, his three-point percentage is actually point three four five. That doesn't sound. Oh, I don't know. I think it's career. Oh, I don't know how I don't know how fractions work. I'm bad at math. Um, what was I that's uh, literally one of three. Yeah, he's not there. going anywhere, and the Lakers already said like we're gonna like make a make a point to like keep uh, Rui Hachimura and Austin Reeves. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if Austin Reeves got the ball a little bit more in the Denver series and it didn't have to go through LeBron, they might be still playing. Austin Reeves was amazing. So I've heard. Um, but then there's also Lakers fans like, well, we should like, you know, get Kyrie. Fuck no. I do not want Kyrie Irving on my team. No, thank you. <laughs> no. Just like me. I mean, he's always hurt. He's a fucking head case, as we know. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't play any defense. And everyone's like, well, no one plays defense anymore. It's like, fuck you, dude. Like, I don't want Kyrie. Because if things go south, it really goes south. Like I don't, I, you know, if you're already paying LeBron and Davis and they miss a lot of games, like why would you pay for a, a pay a third guy premium for that? Mm-hmm. And also Dallas is going to move heaven and earth to keep because like and they'll they'll have his bird rights so they can sign him for more. Wait, Dallas has Kyrie right now? Yeah, yeah, they traded for Kyrie around the deadline and then they ended, wound up missing the playoffs. Oof. Well, because like it was like Kyrie and Luca, they didn't really play that well together, and like um, the defense really went south. Mm-hmm. And they don't have anyone else, so Does like. Luca not play D. No. Oh. I mean, he, he was also playing himself into shape for most of the year. Luca. Uh huh. Was well fat boy. I mean, you know, I wouldn't go so far as to call the guy fat, but um, I'm sure his cardio wasn't where where you would want it to be. And like he offensively wasn't that big of a problem, but on defense, you know, mm-hmm. that's another story. Um. So yeah, like Dallas wants to run that back and then try to add like other pieces. So they're gonna keep Kyrie at all costs. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't I don't want the Lakers to do anything stupid and sign Kyrie. Just keep Austin Reyes, keep Hachimura, and then figure out the rest. They actually have picks this year, so like they can also add some young dudes, <laughs> and then pick up your your minimum guys. How pissed would you be if they trade the picks? Depends. Like what am I? It's a what am I getting back kind of thing. Uh, giving away next two first rounders for a caliber player like like oh just go and beat that that caliber. If they got Embiid for those picks, I'd be like, okay, that's strange. But then you'd have to play with Davis, and that wouldn't work. Well, I'm just talking like as good as he is, <sighs> in whatever position. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, you're gonna have to give me that player name insert here. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, don't well, know. I just mean like that, like an MVP kind of guy. But also, like, why I wouldn't trade Davis because, like, I think now he's like kind of getting over the injury stuff a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
Like when he falls to the ground, it's no longer a crisis situation. Like he's getting back up. Mm-hmm. And like the defense is like amazing. And also he wasn't that bad during the playoffs. Like I'm he, saying, I'm just saying. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm speaking to like the idiot irrational Laker people. Also, one more thing. I'm sorry. I just have to do this because like um, the Clipper people are trying to dunk on us. Like, hey, like, uh, the Nuggets had to take us to seven mm-hmm. in the bubble season. Mm-hmm. Um, and they seem to very forget to forget why I went to seven in the first place. They had a three one lead and they blew it mm. to a Nuggets team that the Lakers ended up smacking in five in that season, and then they won a title. Smacking in five. They did. It was like and it was like before the Nuggets were like the Nuggets. It was like right. the early it was like the early, like the younger version of them before early they were Joker. like what? Early Joker. Yeah, early early Joker mm-hmm. and early Jamal Murray. And like they weren't they were good, but they weren't like championship ready yet. Right. They weren't yeah. Yeah. So, like, cool. Clippers, you're bragging because you beat them in seven. I mean, they beat you in seven after you blew a 3-1 lead mm-hmm. to a Lakers team that beat them in five and then ended up winning a title that you still say doesn't count. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. You don't get to talk any shit. Also, like, they're like, well, you know, Kyrie and Paul George, I mean, Kyrie, Kawhi and Paul George got it done. I'm like, they haven't done anything since they got to either one of them got to the Clippers. Nothing. Mm-hmm. They, got, they went to a Western Conference Finals and then they got smacked by the Suns. Um, furthermore, uh, for all the people that call Anthony Davis street clothes, uh, he's played more games than Kawhi Leonard. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, that is such a fucking funny name. Man. It is funny, but also it's like, hey, Davis has played more games than Kawhi Leonard since uh, they both got to LA. And I just want to say that um, Kawhi Leonard's kind of like, um, kind of like Disney. They haven't really uh, they peaked in 2019 and haven't really done anything since. Sorry? Let's see. How many games do you think you played this year? This year? I don't know. Probably like 40. Yep. Wow, I got that around the nose. Like, Davis played more games than LeBron this year. Did you know that? Wait, wait, wait. Last five games. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Were you? No, actually more. What, 50? 54. He played more games than LeBron this season. Wow. How he many, did. How many games did LeBron play? Probably in the 40s somewhere. I'm just saying, like, the Clipper people really don't get to talk shit. They have no leg to stand on, and they're subsidizing the, the Thunder's rebuild, so congratulations. Enjoy the arena that no one's going to go to. All right, Bron. Davis 54. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, he still played more games. Davis still played more games than him. The same. Really? Oh, Wait, cool. did I say 54 or 56? 56 for Davis. Let's see. You're writing. Yeah. Okay. Still. And, like, meanwhile, Kawhi and Paul George, like, miss a ton of games. And, like, they, the Clippers are now just starting to get called out for how bad that trade was. He wasn't nominated for All-Star? No. The past two seasons? No. I know. I I hate – here's the thing. I hate NBA Twitter. It's the most high school of all the Twitters, of all the sports Twitters. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the most, like, it's just high school bullshit. It really, it's like you talk, everyone talks so much shit. And then, like, when you, when it's like your turn, it's like, well, it's always excuses, like, no, no excuses. And it's like, well, then they make an excuse. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's so petty and stupid, and I hate it. Especially when it comes to like, the LeBron Jordan stuff. I'm like, can we just let that go? Like, <laughs> LeBron's beat better than Jordan in certain ways, but Jordan's still the best player of all time. Sure. Like, we can just bury that. Like, it's fine. Mm hmm. Like, I think if, if, even at this point, LeBron would admit. Like, although, 
LeBron's played longer and never, you know, retired to play ba- to play baseball um, poorly. <laughs> how many game or how many years did LeBron uh, actually play? Oh man, because I'm trying to remember the Wizards <laughs> doing the math. Because like, I think 17 because the Wizards season of 2001. Oh well, no, because it'd be 15 because he lost the two baseball years. Is it 15? Fifteen total. Let's see. You went eighty-four to ninety-three. Took ninety-three to ninety-four off. Uh huh. Ninety-four to ninety-eight. Then ninety-eight to, to 01. 01. And then 01 to 03. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but like, so how many are we calling with them? Uh, I think played years. It's coming at. Okay, right. And LeBron's doing stuff in his twenty eighth year that no one's ever done before. Like playing? Well, playing, but like playing well. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like, well, it's it's year twenty and like you know, it's like God bless him for playing. It's like, oh, he's like he's a he's an all star. He's a third team all third team all NBA, first player to do that. In year twenty. No chance. You're a strong guy. Okay, don't be don't be hitting me. Like oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like Kareem played twenty years, but like that last season was like okay. Like let's see, his average, LeBron's average this season was twenty eight point nine points a game, six point eight assists. And that's long. That's not bad for year twenty. What's TRB? What? TRB. TRB. What's that? Total rebounds? I don't know. Sure. 8.3. Oh, yeah. I guess it would be total rebounds. I think, but so, like, that's pretty good for your 20. So, you know, they're different. They're, you know, LeBron has a longevity thing over Jordan. Holy shit. He's made all star every year besides his first. Yep. Mm hmm. That's right. That's pretty incredible. Mm hmm. So, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to get off of basketball. Okay, Let's go to the Dodgers, which Hoy Vey. Oh, they lost nine to three to the Tampa. Yeah, but Tampa also I think started off like twelve and zero. Well Tampa's good. I'm not saying that Tampa's bad. Like that's that's it's not like they lost to like the Reds or something. Right, but they also got injuries happening right now. Yep, May is on the sixty day DL and Urias is on the fifteen day DL. And then Tyler Sire is the guy that they just brought in uh-huh. sixty day. Yep. Like their pitching is in shambles right now. Jimmy Nelson, another starting pitcher, 60 day. Who pitched today? Syndergaard. Oh. Thor 11 Blunder pitched today? Yeah, fucking caveman. I mean, that Bobby Miller was good Was good this week. Yeah, he wasn't bad. Like, for his first start, because like, he got the, the one home run, I'm like, God damn it. Then it's like, oh, actually, he pulled it together. Mm-hmm. And they won, like, 8-3 to three or something like that over the Cardinals. But like, is when is Gavin Stone pitching? Because I know they they called him up too. I thought he just pitched. I thought he did too. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I thought he did one of those Atlanta games. Which, by the way, we smoked Atlanta at least. That's a quality series win. Putting our fucking pipe and smoke. They did. Oh, that's a quality series win. They were the number one team in the NL until I we know. beat them. No, I'm agreeing with you guys. I am having a hard time finding out. They don't have a, they don't have his stat, uh, his starts. There shouldn't be that many. 
<laughs> less than three starts at this point. I think it's because it was going off of uh Oh miners? No. ESPN. They're just doing like oh, shit. Okay. Oh my god. Not even the baseball reference has any fucking stats on him. Really? Yeah. I mean when you play two when you've had at least two starts, I mean that's they gotta have some data on you. Point, all right, anyway, the point is, I mean, their hitting has been spotty, except for Freeman. He's been getting on base every game. I think his streak's still going, right? I don't know, actually. I think last game he might have broke it. Mm. Still, he's been playing well. Mookie's been playing well. Muncy's been playing well. Will Smith's been playing well. Pitching's just been a problem. I mean, they don't have Trian right now, if I'm not mistaken. Trian? Damn it. Trian, they don't have Trian. Trinan. Trinan. God damn it. King Trinan. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> this is kind of a bitch to find out now. So I guess he hasn't started yet. He hasn't played yet. Uh, Gavin Stone. Set last to... one that looks like was against the Braves. Okay. Against Charlie Martin. Okay. And, and how did that go? Was it a win? So he's 2-0? Uh, Braves 21st. So yeah, the Dodgers. I mean, they're still doing well. Um, their record's still good. We haven't like taken a nosedive, but like they are definitely injured right now. They're feeling the heat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that that counts as a Gavin Stone win, right? No, but the game before, yeah. Well, they won all the games. Yeah, the second game was. Yeah, Bobby Miller. Wait, Bobby Miller. What the fuck is happening right now? The said that he pitched on the 21st. Uh-huh. This is... And it's certainly against Atlanta. Yeah, okay. But... They didn't give him the win because they were down? No, okay, this one was it. Okay, what was it? So he won? Yes. Okay. So he's 2-0. Oh. He allowed five runs and five hits, five walks, four innings. That's tough. <laughs> but, you know, it's a second start. Anyway, we got they got two what two more games against Tampa. Hopefully, they can turn it around. Hopefully, I mean, who's pitching tomorrow? Gonsolin? You and your fucking rapid fire, man. I love you. I love you too. Tomorrow is the Rays at one o'clock. Don, I know it is Carter Shaw. Oh, well, okay. Oof. That's not great. Six and four right now. Are we just punting this series on? Because <clears throat> it's interleague? Is that what we're doing? What does that mean? Like punting, like, ah, eh, fuck it. Well, no, interleague. That's what I meant. Oh, interleague, like, um, like we're playing the AL. Oh, okay, got it. So it doesn't really, like, count. I mean, it does, but, like, it doesn't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because I, I know the Padres are, are in New York right now playing the Yankees. Yeah, this has me thinking about fantasy right now, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. That's you. You're the fantasy guy. Dude, that guy Yandy Diaz, though, straight dookie all over, uh, what's his name today? Mm-hmm. That was a guy in Tampa. I know. Oh, 33 points today. I will say, there was a, a moment that they're the Yankees fighters going to make me laugh. Because, like, I agree with you, but also you don't have a leg to stand on. Mm-hmm. I think when Tatis was pitching, they were chanting steroids. Tatis was pitching? They're not pitching. Tatis was hitting. They chanted steroids. Oh, okay, got it. And, like, that's funny. It's true, but you're also the Yankees, so you don't get to do that. <laughs> You really don't get to do that? Mm-hmm. 
Um, especially like your 90s Yankees really don't have like to stand on but sure do you (laughs) enjoy it yeah I I agree with you but also you're in the wrong (laughs) on principle I agree with you it's funny (laughs) you know order who's pitching game three game three has Gavin Stone okay there's your boy guess what time that fucking game is on Sunday like 10 in the morning 8.30 Oh, because it's an eleven thirty Tampa time. Sure. Okay then. Well, who? Who? What's the series after? Uh, sorry, what's the series after Tampa? I'll give you time. Series after Tampa. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, there's no, there's, there's no Kershaw and no, uh, no, um, no Urias, no May. Well, and there's no Urias because he's hurt, and no May because he's hurt. But like, you know, I don't. It doesn't seem like they are bringing out the big guns for Tampa. <laughs> For real. Okay, after the Rays, it's going to be the Nationals. Okay. And then the Yankees. Oh. Ooh. Yankees at home. Mm-hmm. My parents are going to go to that game. I'm jealous. Oh, the second. All right. Okay. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about the Doyers? I'll clear out. No. I'm just very upset because I called it. I told you, it's like we're gonna be just about. I think I hate I hate saying it. Believe me, I do. <laughs> just above Fahandi, we should be. I think we'll be better because like it's May and like they're we'll get healthy. It's sixty day for May, mm-hmm. and that one other pitch they brought in. Mm-hmm. Urias has been a little lately, and then he's hurt. Yeah. Still no Walker Bueller. Well, that Clayton, wow. Clayton Kershaw is just. He's uh hopefully can be a rock. Mm-hmm. I won't poop on your boy. I got you. Um, yeah, we really need a lot of help from young pitchers, and our relievers aren't doing shit right now. No, they're not. But like Bobby, like if Bobby Miller and Gavin Stone can just be competent, then they can weather the storm. And why don't we start doing more bullpen games? To be honest with you, get fucking Bickford in there earlier. Or or, and then or, like, or how about this? Let's just like can we trade Bickford? Can we throw him in a package for something? Yeah, right. Like, no, nah, he wouldn't be the centerpiece, but he'd be like, hey, hey you got to take him off. Like, is there someone's contract that's like, hey, like, if you take Phil Bickford back, we'll take, like, whatever off your hands. <laughs> he's he's not even a side. I wouldn't even want him with my fucking bread. Like, <laughs> He's the toy that comes with a meal. <laughs> if that. If that. Like, I'm sorry, Bickford, if you listen to this. You're probably a great guy in person, but you are not a great player right now. Like, no, anytime I'm like, oh, Phil Bickford's in, I'm like, I'm like, shit. Oh, dude, yeah, ask House. Anytime Bickford or Vessio were in, I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. Yeah, I'll see it on my phone. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> like, what, we're up, pulled nothing? I'm scared now. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. When he pulled in and he did, what, like four innings, that, light, that late night game mm-hmm. when he got the win? Cool. You fucking earned it. Consistency is not in his uh not in his uh Rolodex. Agreed. But find whatever the fuck that was, man. Do that again. Like you uh-huh. didn't lose the game for us. Do that. I mean, luckily the hitting's been fine. It's mostly. the only thing that's mostly been in the fucking games. I mean, you know, you gotta take what you can get in this world, you know. Yeah, but I think there was some stat that they were saying when the Dodgers get like three to five runs, it's usually like Well a win. their risk has been bad. Risk? Runners in scoring position. Thank you. Yes, that is correct. I mean, last year was bad, too. Like, I don't understand what that's about. Let me pull up the MLB stats. Oh, okay. I was going to pivot to superhero news, but all right. No, now I want to know. 
sons of bitches. Like it's really hard for me to keep baseball stats and uh, stats, you know, uh, in my head. Like it's very hard. Like I got, uh, yeah, I got a lot of data, but like baseball is hard because it's like is really numbers based. Well, yeah, that's like the number. <laughs> like I glaze, I just glaze over. Yeah, actually, Tampa Bay is leading the league in uh, wins just lately. That makes sense. They're thirty-seven. Sure, it makes sense. That doesn't surprise me because <laughs> they started out really hot. And they haven't slumped. Yeah, mom's hot. I'm sorry. It was right there. Um, <laughs> Do I look like Stacy? <laughs> that is another song we've been on at the bar. It's just the fucking people. It's been showing up on the workout playlist at the gym. It's solid, bro. It is solid. That's that's a banger. Dude, and you should do that one song about the Bloodhound Gang. No. <laughs> Wait. Well, what? Bad Touch? Yeah, of course. Is that you and me? Baby, you could well, oh, I was gonna say, oh wait, you could do uh, Fox Trot Uniform Charlie Kilo, but no, that's a whew. sure. No, it's like it's all like well, obviously you know that spells out fuck, but it's all like um like gross out a gross vagina metaphors. Oh god, like a ham wallet and the meat locker, like yeah, like okay, bloodhound. This guy. sounds real fun. It's a fun song, but it's. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I oddly enough cannot find it on ESPN again. It's not that exciting. Just look up Risp. Dude, I'm telling you, it's not the same looking up other sports. I know. Well, baseball's got so many weird-ass stats. I know, because they're, they're the pioneers in analytics stats. I'm just saying it's a lot easier for football to look up other sports. Because like, they don't have as many things. They don't have a risk, but like... They'll have a war, like wins above replacement, but like you can't really do risk in football. Wins above replacement. Let's see. I guess we're probably near the bottom on risk. Bottom being more, or the higher number, obviously. Oh. No, 367. We're in the middle somewhere? 24th. Oh, wow. <laughs> Toronto's the worst with 392. You know, because it's Toronto, I'm just gonna say that tracks. Sure, that's one of the yeah, sure. Milwaukee's the best by two point nine six, so oh, it's actually these are still top five. Top five: Milwaukee, Yankees, Sox, Tampa Bay, Colorado. Oh, Colorado. Top six: Angels. Oh. We're still getting Otani. <laughs> I mean, but all these see that's the thing. A lot of these are in the threes, so sure. it's like only only oh. Milwaukee's in the two point. Hmm. How about that? All right, got any more baseball? Um, oh, I do want to say the USC scandal. I guess it goes back to them being at Cincinnati. Okay. Like, that's where the scandal is actually from. One of the, their athletic I have no from. idea what fucking scandal it is. Well, it's like a like a bad management corruption scandal, I think. Um, quick pro quo. I don't know. Theories. I have to, to read it, but like, I honestly think it's worse for USC because it's like, you bitches have so much money. Mm-hmm. Like, USC is like pouring in money. You could, Isn't so that where LeBron's going? That's where Bronny's going. Yeah, that one. But yes, it's basically you're getting LeBron because he's going to be at games. Right. Because he's a good dad. Sure. No, he's a really good dad. No, yeah. Like, why wouldn't he be a good dad? But I mean, you're, whenever they have USC games, like, you're, there's going to be LeBron courtside if he if there's not a ga- Laker game. Oh, so he's going to be like USC's uh, Jack Nicholson. Or Will Ferrell. USC, Will Ferrell's a huge USC guy. He went there. So he goes to all the games? I don't think he goes to the basketball games, but he's at the football ones. Does he? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. 
Does Will Ferrell? Like he's been on the side, like in the Carroll years, he's on the sideline all the time. Like how McConaughey is at Texas games. Yeah, McConaughey went to UT, so like he's like on the sidelines. They do the before games. Like he's very entrenched in Longhorns culture. Okay, but yeah, Will Ferrell went to SC. Mm -hmm. He's all. I don't know if he's as active now, but I remember like especially in like the Reggie Bush years, he was always there. I think he was in their pet band like way back when. Pet? Pep band, like the oh, cheer. Gotcha. Like I think he did that. I that's that track. Honestly, that tracks. Especially because like when he played Craig the Spartan Cheerleader SNL. Like I think it's her True, true. My name is Craig. I give good hugs. You're not my friend. If you do drugs. You <laughs> <laughs> would have been actually super fun to be around doing that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But no, I have no more. Uh, baby. Sorry, no, yeah, I, I, I just wanted to make the point of that. See, like you have more money, so like you can't hire a private detective to find out if there's anything going on with your guy before you hire him, or like I don't know, college college football feels like it's a very small ecosystem, so people gossip. Sure, you know what I mean. Like you're probably not that. You're what, maybe two or three people away from someone you know at any school. Sure, yeah, I could see that for sure. You know what I mean? Like, oh well, actually, because like. Someone got a bigger job at a smaller school. It's like, oh no, my guy, my guy Steve, like he knows what's going on in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, he's like, hey, this guy there, like, <laughs> cesspool. I got a little scoop. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like, there's the, the 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 gossip the gossip mill can't be that that hard that far away from any school. Mm-hmm. So if you're vetting a dude for a job, like, you have to know all the skeletons, like, or almost all of them, mm-hmm. especially if it's not like a personal life thing. If it's part of your professional life, I would imagine you'd know on some level. So either you knew and were like, no, 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 we're not going to get popped for this. Mm-hmm. Or you're ignorant and you didn't do your job. Yeah, your you're vetting process sucks, which also tracks for USC. Because <laughs> yeah. since Carol left, they, um, you know, they, if it hasn't been a coach, it's been a problem. It's been someone else has been a problem. They've been a mess. So Has I, anybody looked in those Pete Carroll at all? Well, you know, that's why he's with Seattle. That's why he coached Seattle Seahawks. He got out of there while the get was good. Yeah. Like, right when he left, it's like, hey, the Reggie Bush stuff happened. Mm-hmm. And all the sanctions came down. He saw the wagons coming. He's like, hey, I'm, you know what? I've been meaning to get back to the pros. It's the one thing I've been trying to fix my entire life. You know, the Patriots didn't go very well. I was, I was, you know, Boston labeled me as Coach Fredo. You know, I want to Fredo? Yeah, like the Godfather. Fredo's like the, lo- the loser son. you never seen the Godfather, have you? No. Okay, well, Fredo is the, lo- the loser Corleone son. Like, Fredo's becomes, it's synonymous with, like, you're the black sheep of the family. Okay. Anyway. Not Fredo from Lord of the Rings. That's Frodo. Frodo. Damn it. Okay. That's how much I fucking hate Bilbo Baggins. But anyway, because, no, like, uh, I think Carol was on Bill Parcell's staff, like, when they were, like, uh, the 96 Patriots, and, then, like, he hung around and coached them after Parcell's left for the Jets. Mm-hmm. So, like, and then he was just bad at it. And then when Pete Carroll had to go to USC to rebuild his friend, he did. And how he did, but then like the wagons are circling. So I was like, hey, you know what? I need, I want to redeem myself in the pros. I, how I, many championships did he get? I mean, technically two, but one of them was a uh, because the Associated Press voted for them to, to have a championship. What do you mean? Well, makes okay. They won. They won one title. They actually won one title. They smoked Oklahoma like fifty-four to nineteen or something like that. Okay. Year before though. The championship game, I believe... Fuck, what was it that year? It was Oklahoma-LSU. 
and LSU beat Oklahoma, right? Mm-hmm. But the Associated Press, like, because I think SC only lost one game and they didn't make it because I was in the computer days, mm-hmm. you know? Like, we didn't have a playoff. It was like the computer would, like, do its dumbass data, and it's like, well, no, here's the two top teams. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get a team like SC, who I think only lost, like, one or two games that year, on the outs. Like, you're just going to the Rose Bowl game, my guys. So they vote, the Associated Press gave them a championship. Along with the, excuse me, along with LSU. And do they both count as... I don't know. Uh, no, the o, the o 4 one's the one that count. The o three o four one's the one that counts. But, like, technically, they, they were afforded two. I think. I don't know. I just remember that being like, hey, you know who the real champion was? The USC Trojans. It's like, okay, cool. Nick Saban's LSU team just smoked Oklahoma. So. Was it the Emerald Bowl? No. No. No, because the year they, they got uh, quote-unquote screwed is like they smoked Michigan in the Rose Bowl. An annual tradition on it when I was growing up. 13 or 12 in one season? Yeah. It was like it was a Carson Palmer, Troy Palomalo season. Yeah, it was... Uh... They smoked Michigan, right? Because I had the shirt. Michigan. It was thirty-two eighteen. Yeah, and that's the and they only lost what one game that year, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that was the so year. They Paul, were in eight seed. What the fuck? I don't. Know. The, the computer system was bad. Okay. Like people like rip on the playoff system now, but at least it's done by humans. The computer thing is always whack as fuck. Mm-hmm. Anyway, on to some superhero news. I didn't have time to think of them. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Brought, brought to you, brought to you by, um, by Jeff Nelson. If you're on Jeff Nelson's trial for murder, please vote not guilty. That's another frozen caveman lawyer. Give me some of your heat, man. Give me some good ones. Don't, don't give me this, I know. I, I just thought of trying to, I don't know. I don't have any good ones. I'll put out Anyway, the only two bits of superhero news. We had a, the, a new teaser for Secret Evasion because it's showing up with me in, by the end of June, June 21st. I like how much they're trying to reiterate that there are no superheroes. Well, it's supposed to be... Um, the show The show that Disney's um, touting it as Marvel's equivalent of is Andor. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a grounded... You know, it's not a superhero thing. It's a, sci- it's a spy thriller, six episodes. Right. It's grounded. It's not, you know. God, does that mean it's going to be another one of those fucking? Literally, they're going to drop the first two episodes, and it's only a month of actual. Like, I hope not. I don't think. Yeah, maybe it'll probably be two. But still, like, it seems like it's going to be lean and mean. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's, you know, I'm very excited for it. And it looks like it's going to be like a good say goodbye to Nick Fury. Why? Or say goodbye. Not like he's gonna, but like, or just Sam, or just not gonna have Sam Jackson anymore. Why? Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Maybe he doesn't want to do it anymore. Well, why do you say that? I don't know. Just the vibe I'm getting. It's like it's so Nick Fury centered mm-hmm. that like it could just be an echo way for like, hey, like, you know what, Nick Fury? Like, thank you for everything. We're sunsetting the character because we're doing other stuff. Quarter mile out of time. What? Quarter mile out of time. Yeah. Like, or it could be like, actually, here's how we're going to reintegrate Nick Fury into the, into the proceedings. Well, I could see them, since they're doing all the, like, the multiverse kind of shit, like, they could have a white Nick Fury, too. They're not going to do that. But there are a nice white I know, Nick but they're Fury. not going to do that. 
like either they're like we just don't need the character anymore in the MCU, or it's like, hey, here's how he can go. He can, oh, actually, no, he won't be a goodbye because he's in the Marvels. So maybe it's like, here's how we're gonna reintegrate Nick Fury because mm-hmm. they kind of need like a they need a guiding light. Honestly, like that's something. But they I are. thought that was uh, Doctor Strange. I mean, you're not getting a lot of Doctor Strange. Especially because the Multiverse of Madness ended with him and Charlie Saren going to, like, you know, to the other world, other verse or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, they need, like, a grounded, guiding, a guiding light. Spider-Man? They don't get a lot of Holland. Like, it's a problem. Well, because they don't have, like, they only get so many Spider-Man movies. Like, he's not going to all of a sudden show up and stuff because Tom Holland's also busy. From what? What does he make? He makes movies. He has, he has, he has an Apple series coming out in the summer. But I mean, also it's a Sony thing too, because you remember he's like a part, he's like a part-time employee. Yes, that's right. So like, it's if any, if you do anything with Holland, it's like so you're also splitting with Sony, so he can't be your guiding light either. Like Fury is easy because you don't have to build a whole movie around him mm-hmm. if you don't want to. You can have him just come in for like a couple innings. Like you need a, that you need that figure, you know. They don't have like they don't have that. That's yeah. been sort of everyone's complaint with like Phase Four and Five is there isn't like wait he's in Venom too, who Tom Holland. I mean, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the tag, it's like we're um, <laughs> we're Eddie and Venom are at the beach resort and they get they get um right uh, they get pulled out multi but he's on the TV because it counts as a credit. Oh my God, that's right. It does because he's it's he's appearing in your film. Right, right, right. So, like, yeah, technically. He... I mean, the last thing to Uncharted. I know, which is a hit. Was it? Yeah, it made a bunch of money at the box office, and apparently it's a huge Netflix hit. Whatever whatever that's worth. Is, I mean, it's a game, I think, right? Yeah, it was a movie I've heard was actively fine. Mm-hmm. But it was a really big box office hit. Mm-hmm. So, like, that really helped him. Because outside of Spider-Man, he didn't really have much going on. Uh, yeah, not a lot of things I've ever heard of. No, nothing hit. So, like, at least that's a feather in his cap. The only well, you know, hey, you get the feathers or you can get them in this world. And he was an Onward, though. He was an Onward. Which, you know, I the box office gets a mulligan because it came out, like, the weekend everything shut down. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the weekend before everything shut down. So, what do you do? Like, it's like, what do you do with that? Like it's it's a not it's not a Tom Holland's not a star. Just like well, the world kind of fell apart. Right, right. What are you gonna do, Pixar? <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. Like so, he could just be the guiding light again, mm-hmm. which I'm all for. Secret Invasion looks good. I'm curious to see it. I honestly think like if Secret Invasion hits and then the Marvels can 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 be good, then the MC is back on track and we we can stop doom saying like mm-hmm. that they're dead and like we're over right now. Just saying. Okay. Um, you know the only other superhero thing I had was a sad one. Ray Stevenson died over uh, died this week. Um, he was a consonant that guy, especially in action movies. Like he's in the he's he's in, he's so funny in the other guys. Like he keeps ta- he keeps taking fucking Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg's shoes. Oh, this guy. He was the Punisher in Punisher Warzone, which that movie fucking shreds. Have you seen Punisher Warzone? Uh, a while ago. It's one of those you're like, this is actually is fucking cool. He was in Thor. He was in Thor. Oh yeah, he's one of the little homies. That's right. 
Um, he's, I think his last screen he's appearance. He's in Dexter, he's in Book of Eli, yeah. Yeah, good, solid action, that guy. And his last on-screen credit is Ahsoka. I see that. So, I mean, it's really sad. He's only 58. What happened? They haven't said. But his big, his big, like, his starring role was Punisher Warzone. Mm-hmm. A movie which got unfairly buried. Because I think it came out, like, in, like, late December. Like, the year it came out. What, was it 2006? 2008. Oh, like, oh wow, shit. I don't remember why it was buried, but like it movie was good. It was better than the Thomas Jane Punisher the movie. Sucked. Um, you remember that one? Well, to be honest with you, they both like blend together. Mm. Uh, this one came out December fifth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I remember it was like buried. The budget was thirty-five mil. The uh-huh. box office was ten. What studio was it? Lionsgate. Distributed by Lionsgate and Sony Pictures releasing. Yeah. I think they had no confidence in it, but like I remember Brian rented it and we're like, this movie's fucking cool. Because like Jigsaw was the bad guy. Okay. Wayne uh, Newman's in it, but he's like Ben Newman. Oh. Remember? Yeah, you said Wayne Newman. I'm like, the fuck? Wayne Knight. Yes. But yeah, Newman. Mm-hmm. We're like, hey, Newman. Mm-hmm. But it was a good, no, Punisher Wars was pretty solid. Like, it's a really good, like, B-action flick. And low-key, it's the best Punisher movie they've had, because, well, let's let it forget, there's a 1989 Dolph Lundgren movie. That what Brian... about the series? The series is good. Okay. But, like, as far as uh, cinematic Punishers, he's, that was, he was our best one. I have been actually looking into, like, other Marvel movies, but I don't know. Like what? Can... Like that. Something like that, or watching the other Venoms. But I don't know where to watch them. I mean, Disney Plus is the Venoms. Do they? Mm-hmm. They have. They recently got. I think they haven't gotten Far From Home yet or No Way Home. Mm-hmm. But I know they have Venom One and Spider Man Homecoming, and then the Raimi Spider Mans. I saw the Spider Mans, but I didn't know they got Venom. They have Venom. I don't know if they have Let There Be Carnage yet. Sure Dude, Let There Be Carnage fucking rules. I like. Let's... Yeah, that's right. Because that's when Wes was watching his car for some reason. <sighs> sure, it, but it's like ninety minutes. Like, it's such a tight 90 minutes, man. Like, I'm very impressed how that, <laughs> that shit in 90 minutes. So I'm trying to... I have to use the... Honestly, I like... Venom of the Carnage, I think, is in my top six of Spider-Man movies. It's pretty good. Really? Well, yeah. The two... Like, Spider-Verse and the two Raimis are obviously one, two, and three. Okay. Uh, then I think I put Homecoming at four... Oh, wow, I know. I put that Leatherby Carnage is five for me. Oh, let me pull my letterbox. I, I, I ranked them. I have a neighborhood-friendly Spider-Man rankings. <laughs> they have Homecoming. They have Quantum Mania. I know. I have to get on that. Um, yeah. I have a holiday weekend. I can do this. I see the first one in there. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think they have Leatherby Carnage yet. They're going to get it. But they do have the amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> sure, yes, they do. <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay, here's my here's my top five. Oh, I put No Way Home ahead of it. So I, for mine, it goes into the Spider Verse, Spider Man Two, Spider Man Homecoming, No Way Home, and then Venom with the Big Carnage. And then Far From Home after that, then Spider Man Three, Venom, Amazing Spider Man, and Spider Man Two, Amazing Spider Man Two. Mm-hmm. Um, although that rankings, I'm pretty sure going to change because um, the uh, buzz I've heard on uh, Across the Spider Verse. Well, I'm sure it's way old. 
Um, it's so fuego, like I'm I'm afraid to touch it. Like they said, like a the story's really good, but like, hey, it, it, you see this in theaters because they really push the animation. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, and now, the, who has seen this? That you know, critics. Like the critics have seen it, and like they've screened it. Mm-hmm. Like they're really bullish on this one. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't really heard any detractors yet, and by this point, I would have. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't seen a yeah, but how long ago was it shown? This week. Oh, dude, it's still super early. It, I, mean, it's, I know, but it's like, hmm, because usually, like, because even when, because Guardians was like, they did it like, I think a week and a half early or two weeks, mm-hmm. and I saw a lot of the abbots. This I haven't. So I'm like, hmm. Like they said, Spider Punk mm-hmm. is like a big breakout. Mm-hmm. They're like, dude, the kids are going to love Spider Punk. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. And then um, Spider Man 99, I think, is the bad guy. Right. They're like, fucking. 2099, yeah. Yeah, they're like fucking great villain. The mm. spot is apparently awesome. The spot. The spot. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. And then like they like they, the story is really good. Mm-hmm. And they're like the animation though. Like if you thought the if you thought Spider Verse pushed it, this pushes it further. I'm like, ooh. I'm wondering uh, if they're gonna start having any like any tie-ins. And they said the sound is really good too. Like it's like you need to hear this. Like it's a loud movie. I'm like okay. Jesus. Sounds like an IMAX. I mean, I wish, but I'm. And Ali doesn't look at me. Oh. But, like, um... I'm surprised we haven't seen a movie together. I don't know. I don't, you don't watch movies. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing a fucking movie with you. Okay. I mean, I'm... But then see... again, you're also going to be like, oh, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, mm. and I'm What? Be, you'll probably give me, like, the every week, like, I'm going to go see this movie. I'll be like, no, yeah, next You're time. fucking... Okay, this is how... It's really hard, because, like, my parents are the ones that watch the kids, mm-hmm. and like I have to really pick my spots when I ask because they either always have something. Or it's like, oh, but your mother works on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like, like I haven't, we haven't asked them for anything since Guardians. Mm-hmm. Like, thank God, like we don't care about Little Mermaid, so we don't we'll want to see it this weekend. Ali doesn't give a shit about Fast, mm-hmm. and plus, her parents watched the kids last week when we the City Walk. So when you watch the, when you watch movies alone, how do you do it? I do, well, I mean, the last movie I watched by myself in theaters is Avatar. And that's because mm-hmm. Allie went to her parents, and she does not give a fuck about Pandora. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a, no, you're seeing, if you want to see that, you're seeing it alone. Which is what Oppenheimer's going to be. And what also Killers of the Flower Moon's going to be. <laughs> well, because she's like, hey, I want to see that. I'm like, I don't think you're going to want to. She's like, why? I'm like, what the, I think the runtime might be a deal breaker. She's like, how long is it? I'm like, three hours and 26 minutes. Mm-hmm. She's like, nope. I'm like, fair enough. Like fast, it wasn't gonna happen either. Like if I'm gonna see it, it's gonna either be by myself or with like the guy, with like the rest of you guys. <laughs> Which you know, no one got back to me last weekend about that. It was a long weekend. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> um, no, yeah, the across the Spider Verse hype is like in fuego. Okay. So that's encouraging. Um, they did say that um, now the Thunderbolts is shut down production because of the writer strike. Although curiously, Deadpool three still go, still filming apparently. I read something on it that Ryan uh, he can't improvise, but I'm like you can't do improv, which you can prove because you have a script. But like, I'm willing to bet um, with all his gin, cell phone, and soccer team money, mm-hmm. he's willing to pay whatever fine would be levied against him. Well, but, I'm wondering if it's another actor's contract that's making him not do improv. No, it's a writer thing. Like, if you're going to be in production, you can't change anything. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just a rule. You have to go with what's written. But, like, 
Yeah, I think he, like the punishment's only a fine, and like Ryan Reynolds is like dumb rich. So like, uh, what? Uh, yeah, his gin business is my is like booming. He has a self. He sold his cell phone, like whatever that Canadian cell phone thing was, and then his soccer team I think is doing well. Yeah, he owns a soccer team with Mac from It's Always Sunny. They they have a they have a reality not a reality but they have like a documentary show about it on like HBO or whatever or FX. Ottawa Senators did. He was gonna buy the Ottawa Senators. That didn't happen though. Uh, Rexon A. That's it. That's a soccer team. So he's got a gin company and he sold his stake in this like a I think it's a cell phone company. Maxim production company. Nope. Marketing industry. Nope. He's the CEO of it. <laughs> Sure. Marketing. Uh, aviation gin. Yep, that's a gin company. Mint Mobile. That's it. Mint Mobile. He sold it for like $700 million. Let's see. $1.35 billion. Oh. How much of that does he, did it say how much of that he got? Uh, no. And then his wife, I think she has her own goop. Hmm? Like her own lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. Like a lifestyle brand. Oh, gotcha. I mean, it's not as big as Goop because nothing could ever be as big as Goop. Jesus, he is very much into. Is he Canadian? He's very, very Canadian. No shit. Yes, shit. With a mouth on him. Like he's so Canadian, he used to date Alanis Morissette. Okay. She wrote a song about him. I don't know who that is. I hate you. You should. Wait. Yeah, you've heard. You've heard her music. Give me a song or something. <sighs> Uh, oh yeah, he is married to Blake Lively. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know who he was married to before that? Man, we got four kids. Yep. Do you know who? Wait, wait. But without looking, do you know who Ryan Reynolds is married to before Blake Lively? Not Evan Mendes. No. Oh gosh. Um. I'll give you a hint. Scarlett Johansson. Yes. No way. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I really know that. I was gonna say think MCU, but yep, Scarlett Johansson. That's fucking dope. I know. How did I do that? You're pretty good. Dude. You're good, you. Oh. <laughs> How old are they married? Three years. Oh, not bad. A little cup of coffee. But, um, yeah, you've heard... Um... Dude, what's his middle name? It starts with an R. Richard? Rodney. Dude, Ryan Rodney Reynolds? How is that not a superhero's fucking name? Huh? I was gonna say, Lannis Morrison. You've heard that song. You uh, you ought to know, right? The you 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 ought to know. Yes, yes, yes. That's I'm, like what's her name? Alanis Morissette. She played God in Dogma. Uh, like oh. Alanis Morissette. I get you're not white, but like, dude. Oh yeah, I know her. Okay. Yeah, she wrote the song. Um, uh, under not under Rope Shop. That's the name of the album. Come hands clean. Short hands clean about him. Oh wait, no. Though hand in my pocket. Excuse no. Hand in my pocket is a dope song. Um, no, excuse me. I actually take that back. Hands clean is not about about Ryan Reynolds. My bad. I thought it was. It's very much not. I forgot about that. Whoops. Sure. I don't know. It's a statutory song. Gross. Yeah. Alanis, Alanis had some rough goings when she first started out. Anyway, that's super. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really want to know what song's about fucking Ryan Reynolds. It's not. I was wrong. I thought it was hands clean, but it's not. Yeah, is there another song that she does? No, not about him. Okay. As far as I know, not about him. But they did date for a little bit. Well, because I thought the line, like, if you watch that way and keep that, uh, keep that, uh, 
keep that front body. I'm like, that's got to be about him. Because, mm-hmm. you know. You call it a no. <laughs> well, that song's about... Um, no, just because you said That's about David Geffen, apparently. Who? Oh. <laughs> David Geffen. Um, he was like one of the biggest music execs of all time. Uh, In DreamWorks SKG, he's the G. Mm-hmm. Like he's a huge deal. In music, so much so that this little peon had no idea. Well, shit, you know, I'm just saying. Like, right. if you look up David Geffen, you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> Here I go. What? That was superhero news brought to you by. Um, I guess. <clears throat> uh, I don't know. No sponsor this week. I got nothing. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Wow, 7.6 billion network? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, he's one of those, like, if you, like, it's one of those, oh, I don't know him by name, but, like, his reach was pretty far far and, uh, far and wide. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've definitely heard of a lot of the albums he's been a part of. I'd imagine, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, he's 80. Well, yeah. Like, he it's, founded DreamWorks? He's the G in SKG. It's Spielberg, Katzenberg, and Geffen. I don't know what... See, SKG means dick to me. Well, DreamWorks is If you see DreamWorks, there's a little SKG at the bottom? Yes. That makes more sense. Because those are the three founding fathers of DreamWorks. Yeah, he... I think... I forget when he bailed, but he, like, got out of DreamWorks and just wanted to be a philanthropist forever because he's, like, already got more money than God. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, look at the uh, like the Geffen records of the, like the artists he said. I know he had Nirvana because I think he gave. I remember during Unplugged, Kirk Cobain said he gave uh, David Geffen gifted him with like Lead Belly's guitar. It was first artist with Donna Summer. Sure, that's a good one. That's a good one. They released the Wanderer album, Casablanca, Bad Girls, Walk Away, John Lennon. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Olivia Newton John, Asia Solishis and the Banshees, Elton John, Cher, uh-huh. Sonic Youth. Uh huh. Uh, I'm just doing the ones I know now. Blink 182, White Snake, Aerosmith, Guns N' Roses, Nirvana, uh, Neil Young. Pretty good. And then he branched out into P. Produced Beetlejuice and Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. Risky business, Beetlejuice. Oh, risky business. Okay. The backer for the musicals of Dream Girls and Cats. Holy shit! I did not know that. Do you wait? Cats. Geffen was the Broadway backer for the musicals Dream Girls and Cats. Well, that's how you get to a billion. That shit ran forever. Like, talk about printing money in Cats. That ran for over thirty years. Damn. Like, whoo. I did not realize that. I knew he was in a Broadway bill. I didn't realize it was cats. So whenever he takes his shit, he literally makes what I make in a day. He blinks and he makes what I make in a year. Yeah, that's all. Like, goddamn. <laughs> anyway, um, well, stick with music. I'll just get this out of the way now. We also lost a Titan in music. We lost Tina Turner. What? I said, yeah, I said a little thing. It kind of got me sad. Oh, I know. Um, Tina Turner, man. That's tough. Hmm. 83 years old. I mean, she overcame her um, shitty marriage to Ike Turner and became a solo artist in her own right. Mm-hmm. Um, she had one of the best Bond songs of all time in Goldeneye. Bond? You've heard you know, James Bond. Like, she did the song for Goldeneye. 
That thing's a masterpiece. That I didn't know. Golden Eye. I found his weakness. Like it's a that that song shreds. Like it's a really good Bond song. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a really legendary Super Bowl halftime show. Um, let's see. I mean, she played Auntie Entity in Mad Max Beyond uh, Beyond Butterdome. That's pretty significant. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find out what she died of. Yahoo says that it was a long illness. Sure. I mean, she was 83, so that's that stands to reason. She Not to be glib. Dealing with intestinal cancer. Oh wow. History of high blood pressure, kidney disease. Wow. Except none were factors. Oh wow. She also suffered a fucking stroke in 2013. Wow, and she was living. She died. She died in her home in Switzerland. Which I didn't know she was living in Switzerland. It's pretty good. It's crazy. But no, she lived a hell of a life. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, Tina, Tina Turner was like a titan. I mean, Tiny Dancer was a huge song. Or private, excuse me, Private Dancer was a huge hit. Then she had Goldeneye. Yeah. 1995. Yeah. The first Brosnan. You've seen Goldeneye, right? You've played the game? Okay. Really? Not even the game. Wow. I did play Doom. I didn't play Doom. Wow. Well, it was a PC game. Yeah. But no, like, uh, Goldeneye was like a seminal 64 game. Mm hmm. Like that was, I think that was the first multi. That was the first like first person shooter, and first multiplayer shooter, if I'm not mistaken. Really, mm-hmm. so you could shoot other cats. Yeah, like you, you, everyone would like you know you do four way and like the, the asshole would always be odd job because he's short, mm-hmm. so it's like hard to shoot him. But anyway, no, yeah, Tina Turner, R.I.P. Like fucking legend. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we had we had three trailers this week. Color purple. Um, that you know what? First of all, shout out to uh, Halle Bailey, who's uh, currently Ariel in The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to do really well over Memorial Day weekend, but then she closes the year out in The Color Purple. Wait, the, how do you know that Little Mermaid's going to do good? They've already had the tracking for it, like based on its Friday box office and Thursday night previews. Like, they they're able to track how it's going to do. Like today mm-hmm. and or for the weekend, ticket sales and shit. That's fucking weird. Well, you know. It's going to make, I think they said 105 for the three day, 125 for the four day. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Um, and even though people have had their obvious misgivings with the Little Mermaid remake, the one constant is like, hey, Hallie Bailey, though, star. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's in the color purple. Um, the, it, so in 85, Spielberg did the adaptation of the book. Mm-hmm. He says he regrets doing it because he's like, I probably was the wrong person for this. I have actually heard him say this. He's heard he's that multiple times because he's like, I shied away from like the sexual stuff in that because he's like, I'm just not a, you know. Right. And But I think, I mean, Oprah was super behind, Oprah and Quincy Jones, the two spearheads of the of the Color Purple adaptation. Mm-hmm. It has a um, very... Um, like the current one. Or the recent both of them. Because okay. Oprah was nominated for right, nominated right. for the original. Right. Um, but like, it was a big, I think it was a big original Oprah's book club. Mm-hmm. But like the Alice Siebold novel was huge. Oprah, I think, wanted Spielberg to make it. Mm-hmm. He felt, he's like, right, retroactively, I probably was the wrong person for that material. Mm-hmm. Although the movie was a hitch hit. Um, it was nominated for 10 Oscars and went 0 for 10. Mm-hmm. Tough. Mm-hmm. But that's okay, because Oprah, Quincy Jones, and Spielberg are producing this. It became a Broadway musical like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Probably shorter than that. But like within the last 10 years. I'm sorry. Okay. 
Um, I think Cynthia Oriva won the Tony for the lead, for, for the lead, but now it's um, Fantasia Barino is the lead in the in the new adaptation. But they're just doing the musical this time. Is my point. Musical. When did it first hit Broadway? Two two thousand five. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow, that was in the last ten years. Okay, two thousand five. Yeah, huge Broadway hit. Mm-hmm. And so now they're doing the musical, and it looks good. I gotta admit, Color Purple is like one of four or five Spielbergs I haven't seen. Same. Well, you've a lot. Like <laughs> I haven't seen Sugarland Express. I haven't seen nineteen forty one. Um, I haven't seen um. Color purple and always, so four. I've only heard of like one of those. Which one? The one that we're talking about now. Oh, you heard of nineteen forty one? No. Okay, well, I'll I'll put a pin in that for a second. But yeah, color purple. I'm really. It looks good. Like mm-hmm. great cast. When Taraji P Henson, Taraji looks like she's having fun. Daniel Brooks, I'm always I'm always welcome to see and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out um Elena Avalar. She's really good on <laughs> She was really good on Elena Avalar for her one episode. Um. But yeah, uh, Fantasia, Fantasia Brino, um, Taraji, Danielle Brooks, uh, Corey Hawkins is in it, our guy. Mm-hmm. My guy from Straight Outta Compton, he's Dre. Mm-hmm. And in the Heights, he's great in the Heights. Um, actually, he's good in Kong Skull Island, too. I like Corey Hawkins a lot. Corey Hawkins? He's seen him. He was Dr. Dre in the Straight yeah, Outta Compton. Yeah. I remember that one. <laughs> he's 34. That dude looks super young. Right? I mean, I guess that makes sense because she had a compliment was like 2016. 2015. Oh, fuck, you're right. God damn. He's an Iron Man 3? Oh, yeah. He's like a, it's a small part, I think. Because uh, his name was, his role was Navy Op. Sure, yeah. I guess that's a small part. Yeah. It's probably like, a, what's that sound? <laughs> 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 the last voyage of the dimension. Oh yeah, he's in that. That's the vampire one, the Dracula. Oh, okay. it's the chapter from Bram Stoker's Dracula, but it's like on the boat. Right. Uh, anyway, he's also in, like they tried to reboot Twenty Four with him, and it didn't work. Yes, Twenty Seventeen. Yep. Okay. Which is the same arcade Kong Skull Island. It was yes. Anywho, what did you think of the color purple trailer? I'm sorry. Uh, see, I'm one of those, like, I have no idea what to base it off of. It looks like an alright film. Yeah, it's an end-of-year musical. If it, if it's if that's as good as I as I think it's going to be, then that can be a huge hit. And, and musicals big... are a pretty tough sell for me as well. Really? I'm a musicals guy. Yeah. I, I gotta be, like... Oh. I was, like, raised with Grease. Sure. The only reason I saw La La Land is because I had it for my theories class. Well, the songs in La La Land suck. Whatever. They do. I'm sorry. Like, I'm very mad that like uh, City of Stars of all things won the song Oscar that year over like how far I'll go from Moana. Which how far I'll go is a fucking banger. That's when that place dropped the movie. Yeah, yeah the fucking song that gets stuck in my head every time I hear it. See, yeah. and it was the last time I went like, City of Stars. Oh, bro, ask House. I I literally watched La La Land two or three times a day because of my theories class. Really? I wanted to do very good in that class. I remember... I did very well. I remember I saw it in theaters by myself. And then, like... Because, uh, like, Allie went to her parents that weekend. Mm-hmm. 
So I remember I, went, I saw it by myself. I remember I went to BJ's like an hour before the movie started because it was like uh, Seahawks Falcons, like the year the Falcons were the Super Bowl, and they soaked Seattle. I was so happy. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Seattle, and then I went over to Wes's house that night after because it was like uh, Pat's Texans, I think. <laughs> or no, those not Yeah, it was Pat's Texans. No, 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 no. No, I'm pulling it up now. No, I take that back. No, no, I had just seen La La Land, and I was like, oh, I was kind of underwhelmed. 2016. I know. But, I mean, like, was it the night after? Because I'm like, how would I have gotten to see them the whole movie and then the Pats game started? Because I would have gone right after. But Oh, because I showed up after halftime. That's why. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I was like, oh, I was kind of underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And I still am. Uh, like, it was okay. <laughs> but, like, I didn't. And it's a long flick, too, right? It's, I don't know. I've only seen it once, the one time. Two hours. I didn't, but it's one of those I didn't want to revisit. Wow. It's not very watchable. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm just, I had to watch it. Anyway, our next trailer was uh, Jennifer Lawrence's No Hard Feelings, a movie I'm super hyped on. It looked interesting. I just really want a good R-rated comedy, goddammit. Yeah. What comedy is kind of like studios have just like not gone in for comedy for theatrical anymore because they're like well people just expect it to be on streaming mm-hmm. and i want this to kickstart that uh, kickstart theatrical comedies again we need more of those yeah because we have that strays the blackening and then joyride mm-hmm. like those are the big four and i'm hoping like at least three of the three four. Mm, look it's been sparse mm-hmm. like studios have like studios have really punted on like rom-coms thrillers and just stu- and just like already i've noticed the thrillers seem to be honest with you well, yeah, like, it used to be, like, because, like, the mid-budget movie in general is just kind of gone, because, like, well, that's just streaming. Mm-hmm. Like, because fucking Netflix, like, ate up all the, ate up all that market. So, people just expect those movies just to be, like, Double Jeopardy would be a streaming movie now. Ashley Judd, Tommy Lee Jones. Or, like, you know, like, a thriller like that. Like, Double Rejects? That's a horror movie. Fuck off, man. You can't be giving me that well, distinction no, but... between genres. I mean, well, thriller is more like, you know, she was accused of murder. Like that kind of thing. And she has to prove her innocence. Whereas the like, Devil Rejects is just like, you know, junk horror. Like schlocky, like schlocky horror. Like people are getting named and shit. Sure. Like it's like The Fugitive or like Damaran Elm Street. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay, anyway. No hard feelings. What did you think? <laughs> did it look funny? Um, I think we had seen the first trailer, and I, it, there was a lot more of the backstory of her. Mm-hmm. But with this trailer, it looked like you kind of get a little more of what's after mm-hmm. or what would be right. together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot better something to sell. Yeah, I really. I mean, I'm telling you, it looks like a failure to launch shit again. So failure to launch is bad. Terry Bradshaw is McConaughey's dad. So. That's a bad movie. I'm not saying it was good. I'm just saying the concepts are very similar. Sure, I could see that. But like I Jennifer this is Jennifer Lawrence's like first like comedy. Like pure comedy. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, because you gotta remember. I can I can do this off the dome. Like don't even like I won't even look at your Wikipedia. Like, she breaks out in Winter's Bone, which is, like, a very serious movie. Hold on. A good movie, but a serious one. Never even heard of it. She was nominated for it. It was, like, a surprise nomination. You'd actually dig it. It's a Thaddeus movie. 
Okay, you said her breakout was what? Winter's Bone in 2010. She was in Garden Party, The Poker House, and The Burning Flames. Yeah, exactly. Like her biggest, her like the biggest thing people would have seen her in prior to Winter's Bone was like she was the daughter in the Bill Engvall show. Okay. But then, so 2011, it's X Men First Class. No. Yes. yes. I was like, fuck you. Well, I didn't... no, because Wikipedia has a category oh. right now. Well, she's all, and then she's like the other girl in Like Crazy, a movie I fucking hate. Like, that's a movie that made me mad. Well, it's one of those, I'm like, it's one of those, like, um, the entire premise could have been blown in half, like, four or five times, but, like, you just, like, refuse, like, like, you know how you can suspend disbelief with certain things? Yeah. This is one of those where, like, you absolutely could not. <laughs> Because, like, I don't understand the problem here. Mm-hmm. But we could like, talk about that later. I hate, like, crazy. That was, like, a, but that was, like, a huge, like, indie movie in 2011. Okay. Like, oh, it makes you feel like the first time you fell in love. It's, like, sure, man, but, like, there's no story here if, like, they just do nothing. <laughs> or, like, you just comply and then, like, you know, I'll, I'll... It's, fine. it's fine. Anyway. It's your Bilbo Baggins. I love it. No, it's not even Bilbo Baggins. It's just, like, a it's a very faulty premise. Yeah, and Bilbo Baggins. But they for but it forces you to like go. No, it's so terrible. It's like th- there's four or five outs here. Like, you know? <laughs> like motherfucker makes fur- makes fur- his own makes furniture for a living. You can't do that in England while she does while she fulfills her visa requirements. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Okay, wait. I'm going to do this right now. So it's Anton Yelton from Star. Yeah, Anton Yelton, right? No. Yeah, you do. Star. He's in. He was um. Fuck. He was in the Star Trek movies. Oh, you've seen him. He like he died. If he he died in 2016. He was okay, very yes, sad. Yes, yes, you know. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. So he falls in love with Felicity Jones, who you might know from Rogue One. Yes. And she she's um she's in going to school. For, she's from England. She's going to school on a visa. Her visa is going to expire right after they meet and they fall in love. Okay. And she's supposed to go back to England to fulfill the visa requirements so she can, you know, that whole thing, right? Okay. But they decide, oh no, she's just going to stay and they're going to be rebels. And so basically if she, if she gets busted, like she can't go back to America ever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, we'll make it work. Like it's the young, like it's us against the world. And then like, you know, uh, they try it long distance and he meets Jennifer Lawrence and, like, they're kind of dating, but then, like, he's not really into her, and she, like, knows it. It's, mm-hmm. like, that part. It's, like, kind of thankless, but she's really good in it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he... so, But his job is he makes furniture. Which is a job you can do anywhere. For the most part. But, I mean, like, you can relocate to England and open up your own shop. Right. It's right. not, it's not like, it's not unfat, it's not like you're the en- lead engineer for the Hooper Dam. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, you can go to England and be with her while she fulfills her requirements, right? You know, and then move back. <laughs> but the whole movie's like, no, they did. They defied the system. And then, like, they don't know together. Mm-hmm. Like, she gets her citizenship, and he's like, well, we should probably take her. <laughs> like, the whole thing is it's a shitty movie. Anyway, I want to watch it so fucking bad right now. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence also, I believe, is it 2010 or 2011? She's also in The Beaver. Which is a Jodie Foster directed movie, mm-hmm. uh, starring Mel Gibson and also Anton Yelton, incidentally. The Beaver, twenty eleven. Yep, which is a fucking weird movie that I wish was better, but also I'm kind of glad it wasn't better because it's Mel, the Mel Gibson of it all. Mm-hmm. 
that's such a weird friendship, by the way, Jelly Foster and Mel Gibson. Like, she rides for him, and then we're like, well, what about this? Look, you know, people have their problems, man. <laughs> like, Jody, but really? <laughs> but anyway, it's a fucking crazy movie. Like, he he gets divorced, and, like, he has, like, a beaver puppet that mm-hmm. he, like, can be, like, tra- uh, that he um, uses to translate his thoughts. and Like Mr. Ham. Yeah, it's like, it's like Darker Ted, also. All right. Like, you know, Walter, he has problems. Like, he communicates all of his thoughts to the puppet, mm-hmm. and they eventually fight. Okay. Like Ted. Like, they have, like, but it's like a. Yes. Anyway, Anton Yelton's his son, and there's one beat in the movie that I really appreciate and I really relate to. Like, Anton Yelton hates his dad. Mm-hmm. So, like, he writes in all the things that he does that, he, that his dad also does. Okay. Like a bad habits, right? Like he, like he'll like a bad habit will click, and he'll like write on it like a piece of paper that he has. Like, oh my god, like my dad does this, I do this. Mm. I was like, that's so relatable. <laughs> Anywho, twenty twelve, Jennifer Lawrence gets the Hunger Games. Then she also has Silver Linings Playbook, which she wins her Oscar. Mm-hmm. But so not comedies per se, although Silver Linings House of Dream is true. Well, that was a. Uh, it actually came out. It was like shelled for a while, but then when Hunger Games hit, it's like, hey, we can put this in theaters. We'll see because it's Jennifer Lawrence. It's one of those. Okay. Like she did it like forever long ago. Then 2013, uh, American Hustle. American Hustle, Hunger Games. Oh, yeah, Catching Fire, which the fucking rules. That's like the only good Hunger Games movie. Then the devil you know. Mm hmm. Then 2014 is obvious Hunger Games, Mocking Day Part 1. Also. Wow, that was from a 2004. 20- or 2005. Mm-hmm. And it got released in 2013. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Was Mocking G her only movie in 2014? No. No. There were. Oh, no. Duh. Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. And. Hold on. Fuck. Based on a novel in 2008. Oh. Author Ron Rash. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, Directed by Suzanne Beer. Yes! God damn it, I know the title. I can see it. Who else is on it? Bradley Cooper. Oh, it's that movie. It's like the forgotten Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence movie. Was running a timber business in 1930s. Yeah, it's like the forgotten, like, because there's like American Hustle, Joy, oh, Silver Lines Playbook, and then Joy, but it's like there's also the fourth one no one talks about because no one saw it. Serena. Yes, Serena. It's the forgotten Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence movie. 2015. She's nominated. Did she ever see it? No. <laughs> it's, I can't remember the title, for God's sake. No, then she has Joy in 2015. And? Uh, and Mockingjay Part 2. Mm-hmm. Bad movie. Um, is that it? In 2015, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, what, 2016, I think, is when Passengers happens. Oh, Beautiful Planet. What's that? Oh, does she narrate it? Yeah. Okay. But Passengers was her big 2016 movie, if I'm not mistaken. And Apocalypse. That's right. And Apocalypse. I was getting there. Oh, I'm sorry. Then Apocalypse. Then she kind of takes a break, kind of like fades away a little bit. No? What am I missing? 2017, Mother. Oh, you fucking Mother. That's right. 2018, Red Sparrow. Yep. Okay. 2019, Dark Phoenix. Oof. 2021, don't look out. Yeah, well, that's when she was come, kind of coming back. Isn't that a comedy? Yes. Uh, 2022, Causeway. 
Yeah, which I, which is not a comedy by any stretch. I want to see that. I heard it's really good. Apple. Twenty twenty three breads and roses. What bread and roses? What's that? It just says she's a producer. Oh uh, well, it doesn't count. That's it. Not Oscar. But anyway, this is like her first like studio comedy. Okay. Something people thought she should have done a long time ago. Like she should have been doing. If the theatrical ecosystem were better, she would have been like ten rom com ten rom coms by now. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's she would have been our generation's like Cameron Diaz. Yeah, which totally. is basically what No Hard Feelings kind of is. is her bad teacher. Same writers. All right. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like the I'm a I'm a complete fucking mess, and like it's gonna be like really inappropriate, right, and like right. that help that vibe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, our last trailer, Barbie. I like that I got a lot more this time on what the fuck's gonna happen. I mean, for me, it was a four-star trailer just because they used the song, mm-hmm. and they said they weren't for the longest time. <laughs> like, when I heard the credits, I'm like, fuck yeah, they did it. We did it. We bullied it into Barbie world. <laughs> or I'm a Barbie girl. <laughs> no, you have no idea how hyped they was for that. I don't know why. Why wouldn't they want to? I don't know. That was a weird, because like, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're gonna not do it? Like, it's right there, man. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. That song fucking rules. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. You can touch. You can play. Dude, I remember that song. I'm always yours. <laughs> when I went to the Magic Castle, there was like this magician I would play periodically, and then it was a big finisher. Mm-hmm. Like he had like a the Barbie like the car, like the Power Wheels car. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I and he would do like Barbie World and stuff. But like his whole like his assistant was dressed as Barbie. Like they would do a whole like trick with that. It was really cool. Like, it wasn't like the Amazing Jonathan or anything. No. No, I never saw him at the castle. I saw him at the Sahara in Vegas. Oh. R.I.P. Like, I remember... Wait, you mean Jonathan's dead? Yeah. When the fuck did that happen? He's been, he was sick for a long time. God, did he die before or during the pandemic? He like he had cancer for a long time, man. But yeah. <laughs> I remember we went to Vegas in, 20, in, in 2007. And like I obviously couldn't drink or gamble, but like Andrew you just died last year. It was last year, okay. February. Okay. Yeah, it makes me feel like a dipshit. Well, okay, fine. But he did have he he was sick for a long time. But yeah, we saw a show at the Sahara and it fucking ruled. Well, it was like, hey, did you guys see my comedy special? My comedy central special? It's the same fucking show, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) The bubbles joke still kills me. Oh yeah, of course. Hey, did you like to blow bubbles as a kid? Yeah. Well, come on, your bubbles. <laughs> I pay that ass for $50 a day just to come by your dad. Psychic time. There was a tree in the middle of the road. He said the mushroom, they like to hang out with him because he's, cause he's good to be around. No, because he's a fun guy. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I love this show because, like, before, like while you're like waiting, like you're just gonna hang out in the audience before the waiting for the show. That's why you like play clips from movies. Oh no, we played it was like the prom scene, and there's something about Mary. <laughs> you know where he gets a zipper? Yes. Like one of the all-time funniest scenes in anything ever. <laughs> I don't know if funny is the right word. But it's sure. so no the escalation. No, Tom, come in. Let's get the beef up the break. Like it just escalates so perfectly. And then when they show it, those could be like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. well, it's, it's gotta you know come on. All right, one, two, we got a bleer. <laughs> he was masturbating. He was masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was. 
dogs in it. Like, the escalation in that is so perfect. Well, yeah, because it, it's like a fucking avalanche. Steve, come look what this dumb fuck did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was Let's that another some... regular at the game room? Oh, yeah. Let's put some back teen on it. <laughs> we would watch the, once in a while we'd watch the unrated version where it has, like, more of Jeffrey Tambor and, like, he finally gets eaten by his snake. Mm-hmm. Cause like he like uh, Matt Dillon gets him hooked on drugs again, so he just right. like forgets to feed the snake, and he's like, "Oh no!" He's <laughs> like, "His body's in the snake." <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, where were we? Oh yeah, Barbie. Barbie. Let's um, go party. I'm down to watch this. Gosling looks like he's on one. Like just his, he looks so young. It's only well, supposed to be ten. But his like mugshot at the police station fucking rules. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the glasses on glasses. Kate McKinnon, I'm like, I'm really curious, really excited for her one scene is like old deranged Barbie. Yeah, she's like the, the, the high heel or the Birkenstock. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the production design for Barbie World looks fucking incredible. Like production design is going to be a brutal category at the Oscars this year because it's like competing against Dune and Killers of the Flower Moon and I think like probably one or two other things. Oppenheimer. For sure. Like, you know, the set design. I'm talking right, about. right, right. I'm like, that ha- Barbie World has to win. Like, if it comes down to it. Think so? Mm, I mean... Is it all real? I mean, yeah, they built sets. I mean, obviously some of it's like, they're obviously enhanced the CGI, but like, they built they built a Barbie World. Mm-hmm. Like, it's real sets. More so than Dune, I'm assuming? No, dude, they built sets. It's not like, it's not all green screen. I mean, they filmed a lot of it on location and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and they go to other places in Dune Part 2, so I'm sure, like, Austin Butler's whole world is going to be, like, the big production design thing, because we've already seen Arrakis. Mm-hmm. Arrakis. Then Oppenheimer uh, has its, like, historical shit, so does Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, we built sets, and, like, it's all immaculate and, like, pure accurate. All old-timey. Yeah. Different old-timeys, but yes. Yes. But no, Barbie looks fucking funny. Like, Margaret Robbie looks, uh, it looks uh, great in it. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks really funny and subversive, and I'm really curious. Like, I wasn't prepared for the, hey, do you guys ever think about dying? Yeah, for real, right? I was, I was like, oh, mm. that's the central conflict. Right. Okay. Internal thought. But I'm like, well, that makes sense, because it's written by, it's a Greta Gerwig, Noah Baumbach movie, which is really funny that they're doing Barbie. It's true. Well, like, no. So Greta Gerwig, her two previous directorial efforts were Lady Bird, which is like, I fucking love that movie. And then Little Women. I mean, you've heard of Little Women. The book at all? No? Huge classic book. It's been adapted in a movie like four times. Nice. But I mean, it's like... I'm sure Kelsey's heard of it. It's like a huge book. Okay. It's like a huge classic book. But I mean, also Lady... But Lady Bird is like probably one of the best movies of the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Um... But then Noah Baumbach, he does a bunch of like like small. He did like Marriage Story. He did like Squid and the Whale. Um, a lot of shit about like fucked up families. So it's like okay, I can see that. That's the exit. That's the thing. That's their hook for Barbie. It's mortality. Mm-hmm. Like interesting hook. Will Ferrell's looks like he's doing President Business from Lego Movie. So I'm in. I know. I saw that. Yep. Well, I knew he was the head of Mattel. I'm like, oh, they're just doing President Business. Okay, which, hey, good for you. Like, it's going to be like Lego movie, but, like, darker. Mm-hmm. And this looks fun. Like, I don't, like, a lot of the, like, oh, like, a lot of the reaction to it, I mean, most people are, like, super in, but there's been, like, a weird contingent. It's like, it's like, but it's going to be just a bit of commercial for Barbie, and, like, okay, cool, but does it look fun? Fuck you. 
Like we've had a few, we've had a few rough years. You deserve this, you know. <laughs> we have like let's just enjoy fun. Little Women, written by Louisa May Alcott. Uh huh. Like I guarantee you, Kelsey's either heard of, uh, uh, Jesus originally published in two volumes in eighteen sixty eight and eighteen sixty nine. Yes, sir. It's a, I told you, it's like a classic book. Have you read it? Yeah. And I saw the Gerwig movie. Actually, I've seen the Winona Ryder one too. I think, but um, I did see the I did see the two thousand nineteen adaptation, which is really good. Now you gotta fucking check this out. Yeah, it's got Florence Pugh, Saoirse Ronan, Emma Watson, Laura Dern, Bob Odenkirk, Timothy Chalamet. So. It's a uh, building throne, basically. Huh? Coming rage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, like for a lot of women, it's a huge book. Like it's a big deal. Okay. Maybe I'll add that on my next audible. No, I don't think it's actually that long of a book either. Like I know it's, it's like bo- seven hundred pages. What? So it's like seven hundred. Really? Yeah, okay. I don't know if that's combining either. All right. Fuck. Now I got. Anyway. Continue. No, anyway, that's all I got. So, what's good, Thaddeus? <laughs> um, let's see. Obviously, baseball. Sounds like bitch. I said what's good. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. I'm just like, uh, um, <laughs> I think <clears throat> Clash of the Belts is tomorrow for WWE pay per view. Tell me about that. Dude, it's one of those. By like, the way, I did Cody, Cody Rhodes broke his arm? Or, technically, I think Brock Lesnar broke it for him. Like, is it like a broke his arm, broke his arm, or is it like storyline broke his arm? I don't know that actually. Because but, I think it's supposed to be him. Like, Cody Rhodes is made of glass. Jesus Christ, dude, he's such a fucking. I can't fucking stand him. Okay. Oh, I know you. You make your thoughts very clear after a WrestleMania show, dude. Uh, it's so. No, I don't care. I'm just like, man. damn. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's a thing. Okay. No, no, no I. I <laughs> No, I'm not yelling at you. I have no skin in the game. I'm just like, wow. Okay. It's very upsetting. Because they're trying to push him. That's all it was my point. Yeah. Pushing super hard. Uh, so, yeah, the matches are going to be Seth Rollins or AJ Styles for the new World Heavyweight Championship. Because I guess they don't want to take off a belt off Roman. Mm. So, I think they're just going to combine them. And then it's going to be Cody versus Brock. And then it's going to be KO... And Sami Zayn versus the Bloodline, which is Roman Reigns and his other companion. And then Gunther versus Mustafa Ali, which is going to be Gunther. He has the IC title. There's no way he's going to drop it to Mustafa Ali because they never want to give him a title for some reason. Bianca Belair against Asuka or Asuka, which I think Asuka might actually win. Uh-huh. Rhea Ripley against Natalia, And then Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. Mm. That's gonna be the go get a beer fucking match. Um. So yeah, I'm interested to see what happens there. Okay. I've been trying to watch AEW and WWE stuff. It's kind of difficult to be honest with you. Sure. But I don't mind it because I feel like I'm getting back into it. Okay. Um. <clears throat> what else? I put on Revenge of the Nerds. At work, uh huh. It did not age well. No, <laughs> no, it's 
got not one but two sex crimes that are treated, oh, yeah. that are treated as a major joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that was a gamer movie for a little bit. That and Porky's were played a huge when we were in high school. And again, talking about some movie about featuring sex crimes. Uh, I got like halfway through the second one. I'm like, all right, that's enough. Original like, Nerds? Yeah. Like, I remember this. And then there's like a third one where now Lewis Durf, is the bad guy. Four. I think I've seen them all. So bad. there's obviously the first one is Nerds. There's Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise, where they go to the convention in South Florida or whatever. Avengers 3, The Next Generation, with Dan the Taco Bell, the Del Taco guy. Is that the one where Lewis is the bad guy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the fourth one is Booger's getting married. And it's like, and like they have to stick up for him. Because like her parents like hate him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that one... That pro- I feel like that one went straight to video, but like I'm sure 3 did too. But yeah, Revenge of the Nerds, what a time. Like for, We were like, you know... The three things people remember from it that are positive are like, you know, John Goodman rules in it. Right. They remember Ogre. Yes. And they remember the music number at the end. Right, right. The, the other stuff, though, um, it's like, oh, fuck, the My Pie thing isn't funny. And then the... Uh, the My Pie, the him taking her in the fucking the bounce house and just... That's terrible. And you're just like, oh, dude, this that, is not good right that's now. That's shameful. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, the black. I mean, the the black. The like their 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 brother fraternities. Like, they're, it's all all black fraternity. They but do that's that. like a real thing, though. I know, but they do that joke. Oh yeah, I guess. I like that's like, that's like. I mean, like that's like the other thing people remember. Okay. But yeah, the the Them putting cameras in the girls' sorority. I forgot about that. <laughs> How do you think they got the my pie? I know, like, I blanked. Although when Gable says, that's my pie, that's probably the funniest fucking thing. And I do, I, and then, like, the the asshole head of the the, uh, the evil fraternities, Jefferson from Married Children. Chad Gable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh boy. <laughs> that was real fun. Um, Had you seen it before? Yeah. Okay. I've seen them all, I just don't remember them all. I mean... You could tell me anything that happens in two, three. I, I remember three because it was a Comedy Central movie. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? I always remember the first twenty minutes, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, oh, okay, because like, oh, it's Dan the Taco, the little Taco guy, because mm-hmm. he's looking at the new nerd checking in at the, the for Russian here. Sorry, mm-hmm. gone. That's right. And then I, Louis being the bad guy is so weird. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they get him to break. He's like, he's like, I think he's the dean, isn't he? I don't know. I feel like it becomes like the dean or something, and then it's like, no, 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 don't bother. Oh, no, We're not doing it. this. No, I'm making it up. I did something like that, where like, oh, like he has to become a suit, and he like loses his nerd ways, and then they they break him. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Like I said, it was a comedy. It was always like always in the afternoon on a weekday on Comedy Central. Oh, Wikipedia is not kind to it. <clears throat> yeah, you think? Yeah. Was it straight to video, by the way, or was it an actual theatrical release? Second one I know was in theaters, but I don't know beyond that because I know there's a gap. It just says productions, 20th television, FNM films. Mm. It cost two million to make. It was a TV movie then because there's no box office, is there? Yeah. Four was also four was a straight to video one too, I guess because if Booger's your star. Curtis Armstrong is leading your movie. You're probably not a theatrical release. Oh, Nerds in Love? Yeah. 
I'm amazed no one tried to reboot that, but like with um, a non-sex crime version. Yeah, like go back to the although, although I guess you can't. Because like you'd have to really try, no, but here's the conceit is like that the nerds are the lowly people. Whereas like now nerds kind of run shit. So it'd almost be a reverse revenge of the nerds. Like, when you think about it. So like it'd have to be like revenge of the jocks? Yeah. But then you also can't push that. It's one of those, like, it's a paradoxical thing, because, like, you can't really sell the nerds as low status anymore. Because, mm-hmm. like, they're very much not. Because, like, pop culture very much ter- like bent, to- bent towards, um, you know, the arc of nerds. Okay. Because MCU and, like, Star Wars, like, you know. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, nerd culture, like, reigns supreme. Mm-hmm. For better and for worse. But that's um, what I'm saying. Like that's the jocks, but also funny. you're like, yeah, because there's still like the this jock stigma, but like it's not really there anymore. Right. It'd, it'd be a very interesting thought exercise. Like, could you reverse engineer a Revenge of the Nerds reboot? But like, that'd be a fun that. little exercise for us. It would be. Um, Sorry. Oh yeah, you're good. I saw a couple more episodes of Dave. Ooh. I'm on, uh, I think the last one I saw was where they stopped off in that one random-ass, like, town oh, in, like, Arkansas. Mississippi. Sure. Yeah. That was a little trippy. Oh, boy, where that season goes. With Gator. Poor Gator. <laughs> oh! I know, dude. There's, I'll get, well, I'm going to bring up Dave and my what's good, but, like. I don't know if I want to know what's good. Oh, I'm boy. Oh, it's I also oh wait oh wait yeah sorry um been doing Bob's but still haven't seen the new episodes <laughs> I know man we suck no it's not that you suck it's like oh the finale god damn it uh let's go to Sean say all right well let's do the movies first because there aren't that many of them let me just pull hold on let me just pull the letterbox <laughs> well otherwise I'm gonna forget leave me alone. That's why I do. That's why I keep this, so that I can't be like, "Oh, that's it." So since we last spoke, um, well, I at work. I watched the Brady Bunch movie because it's on Paramount. I hadn't seen that since it came out. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. It's one of those I understand what you were going for, and I'm sure in '95 that probably like worked better. Mm-hmm. But like, I wanted more. Like, I watched every episode of the Brady Bunch Nick and Night like a lot. Sure, because it plays well for kids. The shitty show, mm-hmm. like like it doesn't. I'm not an age well, but like it's very of its time. Mm. And this, like, that's the whole joke is like they're the Brady's that they were on TV, but in the 90s. So, like, everyone's all cynical and jaded, and they're just like, okay, yeah. Mm. And, like, that's the joke. And, like, it works, and I get all the references, but like, I wanted a little bit more out of it. It's not as sharp as like the Adams Family or Wayne's World or the even the Beverly Hillbillies movie, mm-hmm. but okay. It's serviceable. Uh, yeah. So, if you watch The Atlantis of the Lost Empire, watch that with her. It's actually a pretty solid Disney movie. Um, Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Uh, I watched the Jackass movie, the first Jackass again. Because I needed a comfort movie at work. I'm like, I need something under an hour and a half, and then I can just like kind of have it on. Well, because it was like when I was ready to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sophie watched Chamber of Secrets again. So I was home for most of that, so I had to log it. Mm-hmm. Watch Reservoir Dogs. First time in a while. I really? know I've seen it. Quentin Tarantino's first movie. Yes. Um, you know what? It still plays. Like it's not my favorite because it's very much a first movie. Mm. But like, I mean, it's, I mean, it's been on the second movie, but whatever. Um, 
But yeah, it's his first big movie and it's still good. Um, I really I really always laugh at like Chris Penn's nice guy Eddie. Because he does a he does a thing that like uh I'm pretty sure is intentional, but like when you want your you really hate this dude. Mm-hmm. Like cause his like dad is like the crime boss. Like the elite that starts a heist. Mm-hmm. And he always calls him daddy, even though he's like thirty. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like daddy, you just see what I did to him? Like, ew. <laughs> yeah. Like Ugh. Like it's just wrong. Mm-hmm. Like not gross. It's just like it just. It's like cringy. Yeah, it's very cringy. Mm-hmm. Like you're this badass dude, like wearing like your tracksuit and shit, but you call him like your dad, daddy. It's like it's super nepo baby energy that I never picked up on before. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, Tim Roth, super young, Michael Madsen before the drugs really hit hard. Like Michael Madsen, he's like a hot stud mm-hmm. and could have been a movie star, but Shemi rolls in and Harvard, you know. Reservoir Dogs rules. I'm sure you've seen it. I'm pretty sure I have. Jackass 2. And then today, with Sebastian, we did a triple feature of uh, Jackass 2. Oh, I had to. I'm like... Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, because it's the, it turned 40 this week, Return of the Jedi. Wow. A movie I hadn't honestly seen in a while. Purposely? No, it just it never... It was one of those that never came up. Like I, But I watched it a lot as a kid. That was like the one Star Wars I watched a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. Because when you're a kid, it's like it's the it's most satisfying. Um, you know, not just because you got the Ewoks, but you got the whole Jabba's Palace thing. Jesus Christ, I'm burping like a fucking Rick Sanchez. Um, <laughs> but like the whole third act, like when it's the three the three battles, mm-hmm. like Endor, space, and then on the Death Star. But that third act like is so good. Like the action is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, it has it has the same problems that it always had. But like, I fucking love Return of the Jedi. Like I remember every beat, every it has the same problems. It's well, it does. Sad. Like, well, because they're like, oh, Luke's plan made zero sense on uh, when they were rescuing Han, mm-hmm. like zero. But like, you don't care. It still works. You like just roll with it. Yeah, it's a very much roll with it. Okay. Um, but like, Isn't I remember that the one where they like kiss. No, and that's Leo, like... no, that's Empire. Before they had the idea that they were siblings. Wow. But it just like somehow the one she used to somehow I always known. I always laugh. I'm like, really? But you like okay? Right, you totally like. <laughs> Sure, Jen. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. No, it's. I remember every every uh, line. I remember every like vocal inflection. I remember every sound of Return of the Jedi. Doesn't surprise me one bit. Well, no, it's, it's one of those like, damn. Like I, remember, it's one of those, I just fell right back into it because mm-hmm. I had the special edition VHSs and I watched those all the time. But like Empire, I weirdly watched the least. But now that's my favorite Star Wars movie. Like as I got older, Empire aged like the best. Mm-hmm. I love them all. But like Jedi was like so good, for, so perfect when you were a kid, because it's just nothing but fun. Mm-hmm. And then of course, because I was watching Robert Rodriguez movies last week, look at the faculty from Dust Till Dawn and Sin City. I had to do my favorite of his, Desperado. Mm-hmm. God damn, Desperado rules! Is that the one I walked in on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's only about Darius. Like he remakes El Mariachi, but with like a budget and like real actors. Well, I thought it was uh, Zorro for a minute. No, because he because he's driving a car. There's no cars in Zorro. That's how I figured it was in Zorro. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the opening the opening ten minutes of Desperado Man are so fucking good. Like he's got the Steve Buscemi story of like you know the of the Mediachi, mm-hmm. and you have him per, like playing at, at the bar and shit. Oh. Um, you have the ones the one Quentin Tarantino scene where he tells the joke. But um, the, th- the thing that always like makes me think whenever I watch *Brother*, the story comes to mind. Um, 
when we were, we were staying the night at like Brian, Andrew and Brian's house, mm-hmm. and and one of Andrew's friends, like we're watching, it was like we, we all spent the night, and like uh, uh, his friend Tim, uh, we were all, we were both, it was just him and I, I think, that were up, because uh, like, everyone fell asleep during Desperado, mm-hmm. and like during like the Selma Hayek sex scene, he was like trying not, uh, he's like beating it under his blanket. And like thinking everyone's like asleep, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, but like now I can't. Like anytime that scene comes on, You're just like damn, someone's being off right now. It's like, oh, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for movies, mm-hmm. TV. Um, so Yellow Jackets had their season finale today. And holy shit, I'm very bummed we're in a writer's strike because I really want to know where season, when season three is going to happen because mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of dangling threads and shit really goes down on that show. Did they even start the next season? The day the strike broke, they were literally on their first day in the writer's room for season three. Got it. Uh, but no, great. If, solid season, not as good as season one. Mm-hmm. But I wish they had like an extra episode or two. I don't know why they did nine. That was weird. I mean, that's what everybody else does. No, because the first season was, I think, 10. But, like, they took a week off for no reason. I'm like, they just don't have a 10th episode because like, they could have used one more. Because mm-hmm. some of the stuff, like, I'm like, I wish there was, like, a little bit more of a transition period here. But it just kept moving. Mm-hmm. But a lot of shit goes down. Um, Succession had, I, I can't, like, last week's episode was, like, a Hall of Famer, but this one was, like, a Hall of Hall of Famer. Hall of Hall of it was, it was a big funeral episode. Like, um... And god damn, like, it just, every week that show, because the, the Sunday's the finale, the series finale, mm-hmm. I'm just blown away. That's how like it. Yeah. I'm just blown away how they're able to top themselves, like, acting and writing-wise. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there's no way they're going to be, to be able to top election night. How do you do that? Oh, fuck. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, the moments were so earned, and, the, like, you know, uh, for those that, like, if you, like, watch the show, like, it's so lived in. Like once in a while, like you'll get like some sibling moments. You're like, oh, that feels like a real, like real sibling stuff. Mm-hmm. Like when Connor's like explaining like the like the how the mausoleum was purchased, and it's like, and they're like, oh, really? Like just the way they interact, like that feels like siblings. Mm-hmm. Like it's so weird, but it works. And like Kieran and Culkin, that's this any episode. And I thought last week was any any real episode, but nope, this one is. Um, they set up what the finale is, and I'm. Really curious if they land this plane. Honestly, this is like the best four season run, um, probably ever. Ever, it's up there. What are I mean? There, ha- what are other small season like <sighs> shows out there that are solid? That's the thing because most shows usually go on too long, right? Or they have like the one clunker season. Mm-hmm. Like Soprano season three has like some of the Hall of Famer ones, but like some clunkers. Same with season four. Mm-hmm. Like, season three and four of The Sopranos have, like, all Hall of Fame bangers, but they also have, like, forgettable episodes like Calling All Cars or, like, watching TV, too much television. Right. Which like, I still don't get how the fuck you know the name of these episodes. I mean, I read the book, first of all, and I also just watched The Sopranos a lot. But, like, there's always going to be, like, the, like, this episode, like, episodes where you're just like, okay, that was kind of like a, was a wash. Mm-hmm. Or that was, like, a... That was just like, yeah, whatever. Like, that was a throwaway episode. This one does not have that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very, I'm very impressed with Succession. And I'm very, I, it's very hard because, like, I'm like, there's so many of these episodes. I'm like, that's going to be your Emmy clip. That's going to be your Emmy clip. Because you only get one. You can only send it one if you're an actor. Really? Mm hmm. 
What if it can you use the same clip for two different actors? Yeah. Actually, funny you should say that. Because mm-hmm. in the um, in two weeks ago, there was an episode where um, like there's a conversation between like uh, a couple that's on there. I'm like, you could easily use this for both. Mm-hmm. Easily. Because it's such a really well-acted, well-acted, well-written scene. And both of them like do so well. Mm-hmm. So like, theor- excuse me, theoretically, you could use that for both of them. So I'm like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Like, goddamn, what do you do? But this was a really good episode of Succession. I really want to know how the finale lands the plane because it has it has potential to like really go out like as on top as you can get as a show. Mm-hmm. Um, Barry, same thing. Um, Barry, like it, like the finale, the series finale at Barry's on Sunday, and like their penultimate episode was um, it's the funniest it's been all year, but still very dark because like it's really leaning to the dark shit. Right. I mean, it's still been fun. Like I've found out so much of the humor. Mm. Uh, but this one was like a lot of hijinks, but like, oh shit, this is where we're going. Okay, I want to see how Bill Hader lands this. But and also, um, the more I've watched Barry this year, I'm like, I really can't wait for Bill Hader's horror movie because he's like, I have a horror movie I want to direct. Oh, okay. Because he's really, as the show's gone, he's gotten so much better as a director. Mm-hmm. Like, I really want to see what you do with a horror movie because he's done some horror shit on this season. Like with tension and stuff, like I give me a ninety minute Bill Hader movie, please. Like I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another TV, like we finished Je- uh, uh, Jeopardy Masters finished this week. Jeopardy, they like the like the the all time oh, yeah, all time yeah, yeah. champions. Mm-hmm. So they had their finale, and it was like actually pretty riveting. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, like it's like the like I think the fi- the final two was like separated like four hundred points. Is that close? Very close. Yeah. That's like a damn. If you only you'd like not bet that much and got the question wrong. Mm-hmm. Damn. But yeah, it was, I really dug that. Um, Dave. So I caught. I was behind. I was like three down on Dave. Then I caught up today. So how many episodes is the Mississippi episode? It's like four or five, right? Five. And then you're at what? Eight. Nine. Okay. But so if something happens, and I know I'm so sorry. You want me to walk away? No, 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 no. It's one just, of those. Just, just no, 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 no. I can do this. I can do this. Let's spoil it for you. It's one of those where like um, Dave really gets called out on a lot of shit, mm. um, and you're just like, wow, because like go somewhere. You're like, oh, because you see the documentary in the latest one. You see the documentary Emma makes, mm. and she kind of like pulls one over on Dave a little bit. And, like, um, Ali had the best observation. She's like, yeah, it would fucking suck to date him. Oh, totally. Like, oh, my God. Like, just, like, the, like, it really hits He's on. so high maintenance. Yes. And that really boils over. Mm-hmm. And the whole documentary ends up kind of being about, like, how much it sucks to, like, work, work, work for and work with him. <laughs> yeah. So like in a way he like finds endearing because it's like well you know what though like I believe in him like mm-hmm. it's one of those like you know what it sucks but at the same time like all that and yeah. he's like he's riding high but the if she also does something that like he doesn't know about mm-hmm. it's not bad but it's like to him it could be because like it really hits at his perfectionism and the way like he needs everything to be perfect in others mm-hmm. and it really boils over in a way that I'm like. 
wow. Mm-hmm. Like for day, like for the real life Dave to like do that. Cause like every year he's called himself out for stuff mm-hmm. and you're like, well, I know cause I know he's probably at this high maintenance in real life, but at least there's a self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And this like really took it there. I'm like, whoo. Oh my god! I don't want to watch Dave's like that right now. It was like one of those like it shred you. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of shred though, like Bob's Burgers. So like I missed the last two because they had their season finale on Sunday. Mm-hmm. The one before was like a, a classic, just funny episode. Um, <laughs> Linda just a very heavy Linda episode, and she gets into some major hijinks, mm-hmm. and it's pretty good. But then the finale. Um, you know it's gonna be a banger where they don't even play the theme song. Yep, one hundred percent know exactly what you're talking about. You're like, oh, and it was one of those. I didn't like, huh, where's this going? Like, I didn't understand. Like, I first get where I was. Like, first of all, I was like, kind of half watching it the first time mm-hmm. because Sophie was just being a pain in the ass, <laughs> like wouldn't let me do it. But um, is as it went along, oh, and then like you know, it's one of those like, uh, who's the revolve around? Louise. Okay. It's a it's Louise is trying to do a report. Okay. It's a multimedia report, and she uh, on your hero, and they have to go to the biography section of the library and pick a hero. Mm-hmm. And she chooses. She goes based on the cover. She chooses Amelia Earhart. Okay, you're familiar with Amelia Earhart. I am. So that guy Wayne is a Wayne is like giving her shit for Amelia Earhart because like he's like, well, what do you want her for? That's that's stupid. Mm-hmm. And Louise takes it personally, and like makes it her mission to like get a better grade than him. <laughs> And then as it goes on, and it's also like a Mother's Day episode, like Bob's trying to get a good get a Mother's Day comparison for Linda, and he does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he really does. But like Louise, it's like eating Louise inside that like, because she's like, the more she's researching about Amelia Hart, she's like really discouraged. Mm-hmm. But she also doesn't want to give Wayne the satisfaction that like, oh, like this is a kind of a dead. And the way the whole project coalesces is like, and the way Linda helps her, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> this was really good. Mm-hmm. And the whole the project itself looks so cool because she the way because the medium she chooses because they have to do a multimedia mm-hmm. and what she chooses to do with it, how to present it. I was so blown away. Like from an animation perspective, I was like, wow. And it's written by the actual creator of the series, but she doesn't right. write that much on. Oh, really? Loren Bouchard. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm like, okay, he's doing this. All right. Loren. Mm-hmm. Well, he's French Canadian. Which Belchers haven't celebrated a birthday in Bob's Burgers? What? Which Belchers haven't celebrated haven't? A, burgers, a birthday in Bob's Burgers? Louise. And? And Gene. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I was really impressed with it. I feel like Louise episodes are usually the best. Because there's so much to mine. Of course. Like, Gene episodes are the least, mm-hmm. honestly. I know. You totally converted me. I hate you. Like, there's a couple good Gene ones, but otherwise... Dude, the, it, it, I wanted to text you when I fucking saw the one. Well, that, how far are you? In what? Bob's for the season. I think I'm, like, halfway through the new one. Like, what, where, where, do you, where are you at? Uh, what was the last one you saw? The Australian dude. Oh, it's funny. I think. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the one after, because the one after is the one with uh, Tina getting into the goth crew or whatever. Yes. Yeah. That one's really funny. That one's fucking hilarious. <laughs> no, but the one with, with... Tina and Louise are the most of mine, and then Bob right after. 
See, I feel like Bob is a little more interesting than Tina. Tina, it's different. Right, 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 right. Like, Tina, it's different conflicts, but, like, because, like, Bob's just, like, you relate to it more. She's, like, like, where he'll, like, is, is it, fall asleep in his car and is, like, trying to find, like, the, right. the safe key. I'm, like, oh, my God. I'm the so- whole flashbacks of him and working with his dad. You're just, like, uh, uh. yeah. You <laughs> my car burger. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, God. Um, uh, but, yeah, the best Gene episode is the episode where he is the mini Bob. And I think that's the one that, like, holds it so hard for me. That one's good. I because li- Gene, like, what? I hate his fucking Christmas episode. I the, hate the record, one. yeah, uh, yeah, fucking dog shit. <sighs> yeah, Gene, Gene's one of those. He only his stories only work when it's off of somebody else. Like if it's a G, like if the Gene and Courtney morning announcement one's really funny, right? And also like the where um, Gene is protecting her from uh, what's his face? Yes. But, like, the only Gene episode that actually worked where it's just him is where he's home alone. Home alone was good, yeah, yeah. But other than that, he, can, need, yeah. he needs another character or another Belcher in order to function. Uh, what about the, him not wanting to grow up? That's the same. But, the, but that's also him playing off of what's-his-face, his friend. Alex. Yeah. But Alex doesn't come into it until, like, Alex isn't really a part of it. Okay. That one's, like, fine. That's an almost. Okay. Um, like even the mile one, like is 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 dependent on the other kids, right? Right. That one, it it does. It's not as heavy on like Louise, no. but everyone else plays a part. It's a it's yeah. It, everyone plays a part, right? But mostly, Gene needs another character to function. Mm-hmm. The teen episodes are funny because like they get very weird, mm-hmm. and is like the like really and, well, and the family getting involved with it too, like the fucking My Little Pony thing. Question: You play with them? (laughs) Still laughing? No, you okay? Hey, (laughs) okay, you're going to play with it. I Bob's like super bad. Yeah, I think about I think about grown ups. No, you haven't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I agree with one hundred percent. Me too. um, That is also the one episode that breaks Bob's burgers, but okay. I don't care. I know. It's so early in the run, too, though. I know. But anyway, um, well, I watched the movie too again. Oh, nice. Sophie loves the movie. I love the movie too. Dude, it's solid. The it's songs so good. Are great. Dude, Lucky Ducks is so catchy. Oh, yeah. Lucky Ducks is I'm the like, best I'm song. I'm so angry that wasn't nominated for the Oscar. Me too. Because like, but I would have loved to see it performed. Because mm-hmm. you missed that part. Gotcha. Like, Chris and Shaw would have nailed it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so yeah, Bob's, the Bob's finale was, was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Dave, Beavis and Butthead was on one. Like they've really been killing it. Mm-hmm. Like the, they did an episode last week where it's like it's being, it's like a parody of "Are you are you here there, God? It's me, Margaret." Or Beavis <laughs> is like praying to God about like all the changes in his body. But like the bit is he gets he was bit by a skunk, so he gets rabies. <laughs> so like they'll show like he's like at the couch like this, and they show his body. He's got yellow eyes. It's like you know they're just like really you know people are like noticing my body changing and like I don't really understand what the problem is and he's like <laughs> like he's like foaming <laughs> yeah full on rabies yeah like that's the bit like you see him he's like it's like horrific mm-hmm. yeah, but it's like he's having this like really honest like conversation with my God <laughs> but then this week um it was it was okay but like. Beavis wants to kill Butthead. Mm-hmm. Was like, and I, as well as like, I related to it because Beavis gets like, he, they do a slip and slide, and like Beavis knocks himself out on their house, and Butthead just like leaves him, in, leaves him for hours, <laughs> and Beavis gets this horrific sunburn, mm-hmm. and all Butthead does is like slap it, 
And I related to that very much. <laughs> but he tries to hire a hitman, but like ends up hiring like house painters. <laughs> like it's one of those, like he doesn't, and then like, yeah, it goes south. And like they really lean into Butthead being a sociopath, like in the new ones, which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Like he's a horrible person. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the beef about it was good. Um, Jeopardy, I'm still way behind on Ted Lasso, I'm like a half a season behind, which I can't believe. I want it's like we want to, but like I want to watch it out, but then we're just too tired, mm-hmm. and all the episodes are an hour. I'm like, uh, and it's yeah. when I was like, ah, remember when you were a tight half hour, Ted Lasso? Mm-hmm. Like, I could just knock you out, but now I can't. It was just like, like, I know you're good, I know there's like a lot of good in there, but like. It just seems like a lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> it just seems like insurmountable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it. Honestly. Wow. Well, I mean, like I said, like it's been like really rough with Sebastian, so like there hasn't been a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. And plus, there's not a lot on yet. Like we're in the transition; where a lot of things have ended. Right. Um. Yeah, because I think I got everything. Yeah, Bob's ended. Dave, Dave's still going. I think Dave has one more. Uh, they're doing what, 10? Mm-hmm. It feels like the finale is next week. And then, yeah, Succession, Barry, Yellow Jackets. I think it got everybody. Can I just say Dave speaking out to that fucking little religious family really was like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, this isn't your well, house. Wait to get to the Mechella one. Oh, God. Oh, no, 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 no. In a good way. Mm-hmm. Like, they give him a cause and he's like, really fucking up how to do it. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of Jack Harlow in it. Okay. And Jack Harlow's an asshole. Like, that's, like, a really, like... And there's some cameos in there. I was like, how did you get you? <laughs> really? Dude, but we haven't seen what's-his-name again. Hmm. Uh, Chuck. Yeah, you do. Oh, in the Megala? We got a, no, we get a lot of Benny in the background. Oh, thank God. We get a lot of Benny, my friend. Trust I, me. I love me some Benny. Benny's there. Okay. Benny's present. Oh god, Benny's gonna be fucking him up. Gata though, <laughs> Gata made Allie laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. All I'm gonna tell you here's the setup. I'm not gonna spoil what he does. Mm-hmm. He's on a panel. It's him and Demi Lovato on a panel for mental health in the media. Mm-hmm. And Gata's whole mission, he tells Els, "I'm gonna win the panel." <laughs> he does. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, he does. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm just gonna watch with that Kels, dude. I have to. Okay. For the show. For the show. Yeah. Come on. Our, yeah. our listeners need to finally hear me communicate, other than wrestling <laughs> and fucking Bob's and Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, that's all. But that's all I got. I'm sure. I'm hoping I get to watch. Some new, like, I want to see Air and Dungeons and Dragons this weekend mm-hmm. because they're on streaming now, Amazon and Paramount, respectively. Already, yeah, yeah. The Jordan movie, mm-hmm. wasn't that only in theaters for like a month? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did okay. D&D bombed, but like, Duh. I heard that was good though. Nice. It was one of those ones, like, you know what. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, it's pretty solid. The Dungeons and Dragons movie. Mm-hmm. It's that's like the reaction I've heard from people. Like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's all I got, man. Um, next week, I mean, you know, Memorial Day. I don't expect a lot to happen. I mean, we'll be talking about however the Celtics Heat series ends. 
I'm either I'm either gonna say, hey, kudos Heat for knocking out the Celtics, or you are fucking losers and you're part of history and like you should be mm-hmm. buried. And I don't want to hear about here heat culture ever again. <laughs> you were born in history. I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to hear about heat culture ever again. If they blow that three early. <laughs> sorry, I don't give a shit if you're an eight seed. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. We're not doing double standards. You don't get to be the fun story that oh it just didn't work out. No, fuck you. You're mm. up three nothing in a series against the Celtics. Anyway. Um, there won't be an NFL, I guarantee you, unless DeAndre Hopkins signs with somebody. I'd be interested to see where he goes. That's my point. That's all we got. Do the Vikings? No. They don't even know. He's the one with Kirk Cousins. You saw the list of QBs he wants to play with. Did you see Kirk Cousins? No, he didn't. Now, if into the Chargers, that'd be something. We'll just see what his his agent says. Well, he's like I said, the Cardinals are basically like paying for like, you know, the big portion. Right. So now it's just like, eh. Where do I feel most comfortable? Mm-hmm. Like I don't need the mo- it's a, I don't need the money situation. I mean, someone's gonna outbid, mm-hmm. but like I, you know, he's good because like his guarantee, the rest of his contract from uh, the Cardinals is gonna be paid for. So he's not like, oh crap, like what am I gonna right, do? What am I gonna do? Yeah, I'm basically I'm being sub like I'm being subsidized, and I can just kind of like take take whatever deal I feel most comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we talk about other, other stuff like that. I'm sure at least one trailer will drop over the weekend or during the week. Something. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. You'll let me know. Well, because Spider-Verse comes out next Friday, right? Okay. So something big is going to go with that? Oh, like a Marvel thing or a superhero thing? Like all Marvel or like a big animation thing or something. Mm-hmm. Like something big is going to want to attach themselves to, Spider- to Spider-Man. I don't know what I don't know what Sony has, I forget, but like Something big will be attached to it. Mm-hmm. Like how Barbie was going to be attached to Little Mermaid. Okay. That's why that trailer was like, oh, it's going to play with Little Mermaid. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's synergistic. I mean, I understand the like concept. Like, cross, cross audience. Like, you're, you, have a, you have the Venn diagram of your audience is probably going to be in tune. Right. I'm like, hmm, what would that be for Spider-Verse? But okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's all I got, man. You give yourself a wonderful holiday weekend, all of you. And if you do, or if you are interested in betting on Celtics Heat, go to our friends at Bet Online. Use oh, code shit. BLEAV. Yeah, for fifty percent off your first bet. BLEAV. And then check out all of our LAFB LAFB content. Yeah. Uh, 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 Spotify, Apple News, Apple uh-huh. TV, Apple YouTube, Music, YouTube, or LAFB.com proper. Instagram Live, YouTube, um, my MySpace. Don't forget my Napster. Friendster. That one too. Not Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Hey, that is you have a wonderful world again.